0: best friend's game one month ago we had classified orders to play and review an old video game classic called metal gear solid 2 sons of liberty the whole show stank but our noses were in the cold too long hello everyone and welcome to the next installment of my best friend's game my name is Evan, and I am joined by my two best friends, Max and Tim. Let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. Max, you uh, first. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um,
1: I'm Max Sims. <laughs> We're gonna get this eventually. I'm Tim Zemanigan. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Please so bear is, with us, listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is my best friend's game. Um, quick little note: we are all a little bit under the weather. Uh, So this might have a weird vibe to the episode. (laughs) There's one.
2: (laughs) There's two. Uh, We just got to take our medicine so we don't sneeze and alert the guards.
0: Right, exactly. (laughs) Topical. Yeah, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, Yeah, I think this game is on some of our favorite lists and some not. Uh, Maybe Tim doesn't like the game too it, much nowadays. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we're not saying he doesn't it is like still, it.
1: <laughs> it's still on my favorite favorites list. Okay. It's just maybe this time, now that I'm not 13 or 14, maybe I noticed a few things that we're not so good about. Right. I'm just saying. Let's, uh, let's there's see. a
0: lot to talk about, so uh, please forgive us if we go over, like, two hours of content here. <laughs> uh, but anyway, if this is your first show, welcome. Uh, this is largely a video game book club of sorts uh, where we exchange our favorite games with one another, and we politely criticize the games we are given uh, in hopes of changing people's minds about what their favorite games are or something. Uh, I'm going to stop how they being feel Yeah, just see how they feel uh, about it. Uh,
1: I'm going to stop being polite and I'm going to start being real. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, well. That's a real world reference in case nobody else got that. Um, continue.
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, before we dive into Metal Gear Solid... Let's get some updates on our lives, uh, what we've been playing recently. Uh, Max, you want to start?
2: Sure. Um, so I haven't been playing, you know, other than the podcast games, I'm always playing Overwatch. Uh, but uh, this month I actually got or <clears throat> my fiancé, uh, graciously, uh, got my Miss Pac-Man arcade machine th- that was broken and I bought for $25 at a garage sale three years ago. She got it fixed. Uh, so I've been playing that a lot. Uh, I believe my high score is currently 157,000 points. Uh, what's but like an good? average
0: uh, <clears throat> point like number, would you say? It depends
2: on your skill level. Uh-huh. Um, like a like, beginner would
0: probably get what?
2: A beginner would probably get like, I don't know, 20,000 ish. Okay, so maybe. Just, okay. just so you can see. Uh,
1: how- what's the world record? Oh, pff,
2: who knows? There's like hundreds of levels, and I usually get to maybe level 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. uh but okay. like you know it just repeats and repeats um sure, so sure sure i mean i've been steadily like building up my high score uh and it's just You'll like, get to that like kill screen. sometimes i think about like if i could get any like arcade machine this was always the one that i really wanted and i think yeah. i made a good choice uh just because the game does have a decent amount of depth to it from for a game from you know 1981 mm-hmm. uh and it's just i don't know it's just really it's just really nice having that like that unit just like it's just that's there it's physical i don't know it does something say unit for me again <laughs> unit
0: <laughs> it just nice does some,
2: it does something for me i love it's, it. it it's a nice piece uh, of history that's
0: like in your living room i don't yeah. know and it's like it's very, just yeah you open it up cool. it. <laughs>
2: the 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 chips on it are like bigger than a playstation 4 and there are like <laughs> three of them in there yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and it's funny because, you know, you'd see it today, it's like, oh, this is a pretty minimalist game, but for the time it was actually pretty maximalist. It had mm-hmm. cutscenes, it had music. Yeah. Like, that's true. No man. These there's weren't like,
0: like a story.
2: There's a story yeah, quote unquote. There's it's a three act story, man. Wow. <laughs>
1: Maybe we just should, like Metal Gear Solid 2 <laughs> <Just like laughs> Maybe we should Gear do that Solid next <laughs> um,
2: So yeah The the only other game other than that That I was really playing uh, this month Was uh, Rhythm Heaven Fever for the Wii Because that's mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the only Rhythm mm-hmm. Heaven game I haven't played mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, How was that one? I mean it's Rhythm Heaven I love Rhythm Heaven uh, it's, Does it use any like motion controls exactly in it? It thankfully no? does not use any motion controls You're almost good, exclusively good. just pressing the A button Sometimes you're pressing the B button uh, That's about mm. it Uh you know, I mean, as as the rhythm heaven games are, they're you know they're all very simple but very satisfying. So mm-hmm. it's I I don't know if it's that it's a Wii game and so it's made for standard definition TVs and I'm playing it on HD TV. But the first TV I was playing it on upstairs felt like there was a little bit of lag, but maybe I just mm. suck. Uh, no. But then I don't know. I moved it downstairs and it felt better. So I don't know if it's just the TV or what. But I love rhythm heaven. So. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we eventually played a Rhythm Heaven game on one of my months, but we'll see.
1: Okay, that sounds fun. That would be fun. Um, Cool. Is that it for you? Yeah, that's it for me this month. Mm. Pretty tame, I'd say. Well, let's talk about, yeah, usual comparison. Um, I have not been playing much games at all, I realized, this, (laughs) this month. Um, it took me a while to get around to Metal Gear Solid 2, and thankfully I crammed that into a few afternoons, um, which was a lot. But it was. Oh, that's right. I was sick, and I was like, well, may as well. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Um, <laughs> nothing makes for weirder fever dreams than Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> took me to some strange places. Oh, it's a fever,
2: fever dream of a game. It is a fever oh, dream. Oh, God. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, so, yeah, I was like, yeah, there was like a cool event happening for Overwatch this month. I barely got anything for that. No. Um, I barely played Metal Gear Solid and <laughs> a roulette game, which in the Hunter Knight I literally played for 20 oh minutes, 30 minutes before yeah. this podcast. So. I think that's enough. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that I'll when we get to that. it. Um, but, yeah, no, nothing really. I'm excited because I got Shadow of the Colossus in the mail, so I'm going to play that soon. Oh, Maybe cool. today, actually. Nice. Um, I still haven't played and, that. And. And I have God of War on my queue. Mm, I think right. get that. I'm gotta, gotta get around to that one. None of <gasps> like, us have really been God of War fans, so it's interesting no. but maybe a few of us will yeah, play exactly. it by next month and we'll we'll talk about it. That might be fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks really um, good. Yeah, it, it sounds looks really
2: good. At, at, which is at odds with, at least for me, all the other gods of war.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, we, they changed a lot about it, it uh-huh. looks
0: like, so... Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Again, it, maybe next month, if we've played it, we can maybe yeah. briefly talk about it. But, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it for me. I haven't watched you enough up to.
0: Yeah, I guess it's been kind of a lull month for all of us because I've also been sick for a little bit and haven't really been playing any games, really, just Overwatch still here and there.
1: We've got to stop playing Overwatch. We it's really should putting stop. a damper, a damper in our it's productivity. It's so much fun, though.
0: It, it's, it's so yeah. weird. It's like we watch the professionals play. And then we start talking about it, and they're like, yeah. wow, I really want to play it now. And yeah. then we play it, and then we don't like it because, like, we're losing so bad. And, yeah, the cycle continues. It's this terrible <laughs> feedback loop. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but besides that, uh, I just com- continue to play Dragon Ball Fighters. Here and there, I'm steadily making it out of Supreme Kai. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting difficult. Uh, is so, Demon
1: next after that?
0: Demon is next after that.
1: Or is it um, Super Saiyan Three?
0: No, it's Super Saiyan Three after Demon.
1: Where's Majin? And bro? I think it's after Majin is Where's after Majin? Super Saiyan Three, and then there's like something
0: else, and then like Living Legend. I know is last, but mm-hmm. I don't know how much there could be after that. So
1: well, what is there?
0: What is beyond? there on? <laughs> but yeah, it's getting harder because like, um, let's see. I I I started using Bardock more on my team, and he's like a newer mm-hmm. character, so I was just trying to get the team down. Um, before I jump back into ranking, but...
1: Wow, okay.
0: Yeah, anyway, so that's what we've been playing um, in addition to Metal Gear Solid 2, Mm -hmm. um, which is a lot. Uh, There's a lot to talk about here, but uh, first I'd like to talk about our first or favorite memories associated with the game. Oh, boy.
2: Max, do you want to get us started? Sure, sure. So, um... I first played Metal Gear Solid 2. I believe it came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. I probably okay, yeah. didn't play it till 2003 or 4ish. Mm-hmm. So I was up in the uh Sequoia National Forest at a mm-hmm. timeshare my parents had called our ranch. I was up there with Tim. <laughs> um and it was, you know, there's not a lot to do at night up there, so we were just basically laying in bed with the lights off just talking. Mm-hmm. And he was like Dude, I got this game called Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> like and he was like like he didn't tell me a lot about it. I don't know if you had even gotten very far in it cuz you were mm-hmm. literally only describing to me the tanker portions of it, mm-hmm. but you were like okay. it's so cool, man. You got to play it. It's like <laughs> and I, and you know, yeah, you know, we were sus- I was susceptible to that's how we found out about games back then. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like our friend, we got it from mm-hmm. Blockbuster and then our friends played it and then we were like, mm-hmm. oh, Buck Bumble. That's a cool game. You know, <laughs> Great uh, opening track. I mean, that was like how I found out it. about Grand Theft Auto was my one of my mom's co-workers was hyping it up to her. Uh, and <laughs> wow. then I rented it from Blockbuster, you know, <laughs> uh, your your kid shooting when you were 12. When I was, like, 12. other people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he does
0: love doing that.
2: So, Suggested. yeah. So Tim actually recommended the game to me because uh, he had it. I remember seeing commercials for it on tv you're welcome uh
0: which was mind-blowing too (laughs) yeah
2: because we we didn't get like a ton of video game commercials back then Mm -hmm. um i mean -hmm. like i do remember commercials for like yoshi's island back in the day so i mean obviously they existed but i don't think there were a ton of them i remembered metal gear solid 2 and final fantasy 10 were like yeah 10 was the big i need a playstation 2 because look Mm -hmm. at these graphics because of that Uh, yeah now i specifically remember like the metal gear raid jumping over the boat in the in Mm -hmm. the commercial uh So, yeah, so that's I mean, so I played it back then and I loved it. I didn't understand it at all Mm -hmm. uh, because I had never played Metal Gear Solid one, which is kind of prerequisite for going. in. I mean, the game even has I'm not sure if the original original had it, but at least substance, which is what I played and own and is all the re-releases has like a novel length description of Metal Gear Solid one in there that Mm -hmm. you can read. Because right. you, kind- I tried
1: reading that one time, and it's like, no. <laughs> this isn't I actually, happening. I read. Uh, so there's like a super
2: short version of it. There's like a 10 page one, a 100 page one, and a 300 page one. Wow. Uh, that you each get by reading the shorter one. I read the up to the 100 page one, and it was actually like decent. Uh it was like more
0: written like a novel or it was, was it just like a fact it was written like a
2: kind sort of a, like a, a newspaper report. article a yeah, but it was uh, like okay. it had this completely it was from the point of view of this character who's not actually in the game, but he's oh, like okay. this right. paranormal investigator idiot. Uh Uh, And it was actually, it was fun. I mean, like, it wasn't, Uh it wasn't, like, written amazingly, but it was all right. It was, like, Mm -hmm. it was played for jokes a lot of the time, but Ah, it was something, you know. Yeah. (laughs) What other game
1: has something like that? Not a lot. Um, I guess my, see, I don't have, like, I don't know if I remember, like, specific... I have specific memories from, like, the end game, but I'm sure we'll get around to we'll that when we talk about it, I think. But um, I remember just, like, my brother got it probably because he'd heard about it, and it was, like, it seemed like, you know, it was like a gun game. You're an uh, agent yeah. and Guy infiltrating and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which wasn't, like, the usual games that I played back when I was, you know, 12 or 13 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember it being cool. I pretty much remember the tanker stuff specifically in the beginning. I think maybe it just took me a while to get through the tanker. I'm not sure, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember exactly where I was or how I was doing in the game, but one of my first memories of bonding with Evan, actually, ah. mm. was um, we were mm. like still getting to know each other, I think, and it must have been like seventh grade, maybe. Um, but I mentioned, like, we were talking about games, and I was like, yeah, I'm playing this game, Metal Gear Solid 2. It seems really cool. And you're like, oh, dude, I've been playing Metal Gear Solid 2. And I was like, <laughs>
2: yeah. You're <laughs> we just to talking be about it. In yeah. Origins."
1: <laughs> I, I mean, like talking about like the that. ninja and stuff like that. <laughs> the ninja.
3: And,
0: and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely bonded over that game. Um, yeah. One of my first memories, uh, I think, our friend Kazu. Shout out to Kazu. There's gonna be a mm-hmm. lot of shout outs in this oh, episode. I've realized. Um, but Kaz, our friend Kazu, um, it was interesting. Like everything kind of lined up for all of us to like become friends as a group. So I met Kazu uh, in art class, I think in seventh grade, uh, and I didn't really have any like good friends at that point. I was kind of friends with Darren Sai, if you guys remember him. Shout out to yeah, Darren Sai. Yeah. I don't uh, know if he's going to listen to our podcast. Have, yeah, exactly. I didn't have too many friends, but I was talking with Kazu in art class, and I knew he was a gamer because um, like he was always just like talking about games or drawing things from games or uh and then there's like an article it was weird there's like an article in the newspaper about metal gear solid 2 coming out Mm. um and he was like oh did you play this game and i was like no what is it and he's like oh i can't like explain it too much to you but (laughs) it's it's really good and you should play because i played the first one and i loved it Uh. i was like yeah okay i'll try it out um Yeah, and then I pretty much, I think that was my first M-rated game that I bought, Uh, uh, which was interesting. Uh, I had to explain to my mom, I was like, okay, (laughs) there's blood in it, but I can turn it off okay, there's an option in there I can turn off the blood. And she's like, okay. Smart. And I was like, yes.
3: (laughs) You
1: you can shoot these people in the head as long as I can't (laughs) see the blood. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So
0: after a while, I had the blood off, but after a little bit, I, like, turn it back on. Because, I mean, it does Mm -hmm. add another mechanic. Like, if you kill someone, they'll see the blood and they'll start chasing you. Um, But, yeah, I think that was my first memory associated with the game. And uh, before we dive more into it, I I guess I'll just talk about Metal Solid 2 Sons of Liberty um just as a generalized look at it yeah um, let's see where to begin so
1: hit us with that overview
0: So ba- okay this is basically going off of Wikipedia but <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 is basically like a stealth game so you're going around in a map trying not to be discovered by enemy AI and um, if you do then you'll be chased and attacked and but you'll you're not a very strong character so it's in your better favor to be stealthy. <laughs> Um, so it c- carries the subtitle of tactical espionage action, which is like I think that's like in every uh, Metal Gear Solid title, right? Yeah, it's like so actually like
1: I'm I'm holding the collection. I'm here. not sure uh, if that's end. actually.
2: I think eventually they like strayed away from that, but that's like a thing hmm. in Jap- in Japanese games of the PS2 ish era. They all had to have their own like specific genre. Oh, like, interesting. Hmm, hmm. Devil okay, May well- Cry was. Stylish action. Stylish action. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you get you that's, get that's all these. There's all these like super specific like just made up for that game genre names in that era wow. that was like the cool thing to do, I guess.
3: Mm.
0: And that
2: <laughs> probably fell out of style
0: maybe like ten years ago or something. Yeah, around maybe.
2: the PS3 time, I think they kind of stopped doing it.
0: Okay, interesting. Well, there you go. There's a little <laughs> bit of a trivia right History there. History
1: lesson. Um, yeah.
0: it's mostly a third-person kind of game, but there's a first-person mode where you can aim, um, which. Doesn't kind of hold up today, but we'll talk about that. Um, there's a bunch of other mechanics um, that we'll talk about, but the main story is uh, about uh, Solid Snake. Let's get the laughs in now. Yes, his name is Solid Snake. Um, infiltrating, I even, like
1: I don't even think about that anymore. Like it's just know, so it's second. A, it's, that's it's, a, that's just a name. It's a
0: part of it's a part of its nature now. Um, yeah. uh, it starts off with him uh, infiltrating a tanker that supposedly is housing a new metal gear and metal gear is just a giant robot with nuclear capabilities um and that's that the metal gear and a nuclear bomb has been like at the heart of the series since game one um and as this point in the series that things really go off the rails um (laughs) (laughs) and it like for for better and worse we'll talk about it but the um It just has so many themes to talk about that I'm excited to talk with you guys about. Uh, Just going off of Wikipedia, um, (laughs) memetics, is that how you say it? Like talking about memetics. Maybe memetics. It's like like meme studies. meme
2: studies. 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 Uh, Memology. Memology. (laughs) It's a meme. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um,
0: I guess you could have a doctor in it. Okay, uh, Dr. Mark. Okay, social engineering. Uh, political Touch. conspiracies, censorship, artificial intelligence, existentialism, postmodernism, mm-hmm. and post-truth politics. Post-truth so, like, politics. like, there's something here for everyone. I'd like that. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so let's let's get down to brass tacks, and um, let's just get this out of the way. Um, what aspects of the game have not aged well mechanically? Oh mechanically. boy! Mechanically, yeah. Um, so Tim's oh Tim's ready. Tim's Tim's ready. So why don't you why don't you jump in?
1: I was just um, or, okay. Well, here's the thing: you get used to it. Let me just couch that right away. Uh, you get used to it. But um, it's been a while since I played a Metal Gear game, and just when you take control of Snake on that tanker, and it's just like, okay, let's go. You know, like it's just, it's time to do the mission. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, I couldn't figure out how to do shit, like on my own. Like I was like straddling up to a wall, and then I tried leaning around the wall, and that wasn't working. I had to press a button for that and then you have to, like, press a button to aim, and then another button mm-hmm. to go in like, first person to aim better, mm-hmm. and then it's like someone sees you, crap, and you like, you're you're crouching, right? And you're, uh. like, trying to move, and then you just, like, slowly lay down, <laughs> and I'm like, no, get up, Snake, get up! Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's just, like, you don't do anything, in a, in a stressful situation, which happens fairly often in this game, mm-hmm. you have to take a minute to be like, okay, press this button, this button, go, you know? Like, it's not mm-hmm. like you can't... It's Mm -hmm. not quick. It's not quick, you know? Like, I have some notes. Everything I do feels clumsy. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's the main thing. It's just, like, uh, really simple things like leaning around a corner and shooting, which is such an important move in the game. Takes, Mm -hmm. like, four buttons to do, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think games have done it more intuitively since... 2001, obviously.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 17 uh, years ago. Hey, well, and, and, and to to that point, though, I've played this game so much that I'm, you know, I there is still a little bit of, like, dipping back into it each time you mm-hmm. play it again, but I can get right. pretty used to it pretty right. quickly where I can, you know, know what I'm doing and, pre- you right. know, remember the right buttons to press. But, I mean, I agree. Certainly, we've come a ways with game feel in general in third-person, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 3D action games. Like, yeah. if you just look at this, you know a game about a guy with a gun basically and then you look at mm-hmm. uncharted whatever mm-hmm. f- five years later six years mm-hmm. later i think um and like uncharted is just so much all the movements are so much more fluid oh, yeah. and everything which i mean the metal gear games evolved with the times as well you know metal gear oh, yeah, solid metal gear five sure was, like, is was like great Feels to play great. yeah a uh, nice weight to your character and everything mm-hmm. but you know this was 2001 like Uh, the like punch kick combo. If you hit circle enough times, just looks so like robotic and like a human could not make these moves. Uh Right. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, but like that was the limitation they had at the time. I think Mm -hmm. they did a great job with the limitations they had, especially with the like visual look of the game still looks great. Like Mm -hmm. it looked great at the time for a PS2 game. Definitely. Uh, I think, I think honestly it's one of the probably the best looking like realistic looking Mm -hmm. PS2 game. Like, mm-hmm. there are better-looking PS2 games that went with their own visual style, but this one's basically just trying to look like, you know, the real world. Like a movie. Uh, like a
0: movie. It like definitely a movie. has this real- uh, yeah, real-time real look And I it. think
2: it's, like, in for a PS2 game, it looks, like, ridiculously good, for, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, they were <laughs> definitely star.
0: pushing that, that little PlayStation box to its limits. Like, there's, like, rain, rain. Um, all these like environmental factors that they were taking. in, And this is
2: a super early PS2 game too. It's not oh, like an yeah. end of the system's life. You know, mm-hmm. obviously metal gear solid three was a bit later and looks great as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and they could do more stuff with it. You know, the, the environments yeah. are kind of sparse in metal gear solid two and, and very mm-hmm. clean lines, but they very... knew what they could do and they did
1: a good job. I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, that is, actually, as far as like the rain environments go, you could tell that there was a, <laughs> this is something Max apparently never notices, but uh, <laughs> there was definitely a frame rate dip when there was more stuff happening um, uh, outside. And when you go like inside, like in the tank or the plant, then the frame rate speeds up and it looks a little more fluid. But yeah, I mean, it looks great. There's no denying that. Of course, I mean, I was, weren't we all playing remastered versions? Um, I
0: was playing the PlayStation 2, my original yeah, copy, and I don't think you. there was ever a dip in huh. frame rate.
2: So maybe um, that was a remaster thing. I was playing it on PlayStation 3 uh,
1: mm-hmm. and, and Vita a little bit. Yeah. I was playing it on PlayStation 3 and Vita as well. Yeah, mm. Vita didn't work quite as well, unfortunately. But uh, yeah.
0: at, at the end, though, there is a little bit of uh, slowdown um, at the very end when you're fighting the ninjas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's just, like, tons of them coming at you oh, and yeah. shooting them. There's, it, it takes a little bit to, like, render the blood that's shooting out because it's just a bloodbath at that point. And yeah. um, that did slow down a little bit. Um yeah, okay, so this game is super quotable. Um and I, I would think memorable too. Like it's it's fun to like make fun of it and be like, remember that line that happens in you know whatever scene? But like what is your guys' favorite cutscene or quote? Or like <laughs> really a line that right just like comes up all the time that you're just like that's funny. <laughs>
1: Um, I had forgotten about this scene until it happened, and Mm -hmm. I was, like, so thankful that I, like, wasn't, like, expecting it because it's just something we quoted all the time for no good reason. Yeah. Um, But when (laughs) there's a boss in the game named Vamp... (laughs) <laughs> um, and at a certain point For like The third time You're encountering him After he should have died Like three or four times um Animations. Raiden like Comes in the room Ryden's the main character Ryden comes in the room is like So Still ticking huh and it's like <laughs> It's like so obvious Like he's like Trying to be like a badass Even though yeah. he's like Not at any other point In the game And Vamp's mm-hmm. like Unfortunately Hell had no, no vacancies <laughs> so, like, <yes.
3: laughs>
2: oh, I
1: love this This is so stupid Amazing Um Um, Yeah, that's
2: probably Uh, still my favorite little exchange in the game. And then he goes on to explain how atomic bombs work. (laughs) Yeah. yes, yes. yes, Uh, yes. And so that's why we we love Metal Gear Solid. It's a, a vampire explaining how atomic bombs work is par for the course.
0: Right, um, I
3: think.
2: Mean, oh, okay. I mean, my
0: favorite scene is like when Ocelot appears, like in the very beginning, uh, and he's gonna take the Metal Gear, and it's just like, just a dump of information that is just so like. He's like, "I'm taking it back to the Patriots," and you're like, "Who the? F-? Sorry, we'll bleep that out. <laughs> Who are the Patriots?" And then, and then he says like. The so lolly lule low. How is that possible? It's like, like so okay. much like
1: in language that like yeah, I I nobody like, has any idea what, what they're talking
0: happening. about. <laughs> but that also leads to like the most like like in the commercial, like the Mel Gear just like jumping off into the ocean. I, I yeah. still like love that scene. And then also that scene also has the part where. Ocelot's arm comes to life and it's Liquid's arm and he like yeah, takes God. over his, his mind and he and suddenly and has so, a, he has a British accent. Like especially
2: yeah. imagine this from someone like me who had never played nor even really heard of Metal Gear Solid one. Exactly. None uh, of
1: us had, I think. Right, right, right? Exactly. Like, yeah So I mean, you no hadn't played Metal Gear Solid. I had
0: not. I, okay. I played Metal Gear Solid after So we all played two first.
1: One. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like here's the thing, I don't remember what that was like being like twelve or thirteen oh, player, but oh um, my God. I mean I can't I must not have had any flipping idea what was going on, you know, because
0: there was like quick flash uh, flashbacks of a weirdly (laughs) rendered character from Metal Gear Solid. Um, And I was like, oh, it's probably from the first one. And I'll definitely play that later. But I I think I just kind of like took it as it is. So Max, Um,
2: well, I, I just I had I just have a lot of single lines of dialogue that I enjoy. Please uh, bestow upon us. Wanna, yeah. I just want to rattle off here. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, what do you got? i first we'll put it, you on a. T- uh, yeah, give me one minute. That's it'll take me. I'm less putting than you there.
1: on. I'm putting you on a timer. Is what I was about okay. to say. Okay. Yeah. yeah, hit it.
2: Okay, not nerd node. uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, uh a dude. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, so already like my butt. <laughs> uh, and then we have ninety eight nine hundred and eighty trillion Hamlets. <laughs> <laughs> Which I looked it what up. Was it, it was a unit of computing power that is completely made up for this game. Uh, and oh then I have God. I have two lines that are uh, me to my wife. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one is "Hold on, I'm not an enemy. Calm down." Uh, and the second one is "Queen." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Queen. Applause. God, okay. that's Hold it. on,
0: those are some great some great quotes there, right there. Pff, God. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: there's just like a lot of dialogue that's like. Just really, especially out of context, funny, but um, infinitely quotable. So yeah, we did that a lot.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it has that sort of weirdness factor about it because it's like Hideo Kojima is obviously very Japanese and he's like, okay, I'm going to write for these very American characters. What mm-hmm. would I say if I'm an American? And he has like no idea what being an American sounds like exactly. Yeah, uh,
2: and the, the the game is constantly just throwing out these like obscure military acronyms but then it's also kind of condescending and that like it'll tell you exactly what like the characters will say the acronym but then in Mm -hmm. the subtitles and parentheses it'll tell you exactly what it stands for right and it's like i don't know like (laughs) the game was obviously based on the flow of the dialogue at least for me it's it's Seems clear that the game was like pretty directly translated from Japanese and like mm-hmm. tried to match the flow of the Japanese in mm-hmm. English, which you mm-hmm. can see in a lot of these, especially like early PS2 games. I think Final Fantasy 10 had the same kind of thing going on where sometimes mm-hmm. you were like, that's a weird way of saying that or right. like, that's, yeah. some, that's yeah. a little bit weird pacing with this dialogue. I think it's I think it's a little bit better, a little bit better in Metal Gear mm-hmm. Solid 2. But uh, sure. yeah, it's still, it's still kind of there. Because
0: that was like the <laughs> early days of like actual like voiceover. Yes.
2: Yeah, yes, we're a, f- a fully voiced game. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: So if we were reading it, it would be one thing, but now we're hearing it through a voice actor, and we're like, we pick up on those things much faster yeah. than if we're yeah. just reading it. Um, cool. Uh, what were your guys' favorite weapon or most used loadout? Um,
1: oh, God. I mean, like, I have, like, I think the correct answer is the M9 tr- M nine tranquilizer gun. Yeah, I think that that's single-handedly the most useful, like, mm. yeah. most practical. like, Yeah. Um, unless you
0: like want to kill everybody then <laughs> and get like caught the, more easily.
1: Yeah, exactly. The game yeah. like actively like dissuades you from doing something like that, right? Like mm-hmm. the like the act of killing someone puts you in like such a bad position usually mm-hmm. cuz your guns are usually loud. Uh, usually other people can hear them. Um, and then to discover the body, you go into full lockdown mode. But if you just need to, like, get through an area without any fuss, just shoot a couple guys in the head with the tranquilizer gun. They fall asleep and just walk by. You're like, okay. And a worst case scenario, someone discovers a sleeping guard, they just, like, kick them. And then they're, like, they, they're awake and they don't alert anybody. They're just like, oh, yeah. weird, I spontaneously <laughs> fell asleep. That's normal. And, yeah, it's... Yeah, I just also think there's that a needle
0: sticking in my head.
1: <laughs> Bizarre, weird. Yeah, yeah, no, that was uh, I think the my favorite gun. So yeah, Thanks. I mean, yeah, that, uh,
2: I I actually made it through this playthrough. I don't think I've ever done this before without killing anyone. Uh, wow! And because I nice. actually forgot, because you do get a cutscene uh, where Raiden is like, "Oh God, I killed someone!" Like, because mm. he's never oh, actually because yeah. he's only trained in virtual missions before, so he's mm-hmm. never actually right. been on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did you still get I, that cutscene? No, I did not get that cutscene, oh, which I'm just I'm just remembering now, uh, though, oh, weird. you know, I, obviously I saw my results screen with Enemies Killed Zero, uh, uh, Nice. So I did it, because before I've always like accidentally knocked someone off a yeah, ledge or something. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: I I was so, I mean, like, part of the reason was I was playing it for, I, I had to kind of rush through it a little bit, but... Uh, I definitely, like, tripped too many alarms way more than I wanted to. I was stuck Mm -hmm. in situations where I had to, like, defend myself by killing people. Yeah, I, I... I tried to do a no-kill run on Metal Gear Solid 3 once, and I mentioned this to you guys, and I accidentally killed a few people without even realizing it until the mm-hmm. very end of the game when it tells you how many people were, were dead, so like, that kind of just like soured me to the experience. I tried my best not to kill people if I could. It's,
2: it's difficult and I, requires some luck. <laughs>
0: yeah. A
3: little
1: so, bit of luck.
0: I remember you saying that for Metal Gear Solid 3, and there's like a portion where you're like in a car chase. And mm-hmm. you're thinking you might have slept the driver, and then that flipped I the
1: car and killed the passenger. Uh, exactly, so which I, I thought was kind of cheap, sense. but that was yeah, probably it.
2: On, well, and I think back. I think in in three I tranquilized someone who was standing on a bridge, and he fell off the bridge and died. <laughs> and I think that counted. <laughs> so then that I had w- I had one kill, and I was like, oh. mm-hmm.
1: yeah. whatever. Um, I was trying to find the option because I remember that being an option sometimes. Um, maybe it's higher difficulties where if you get discovered, it's a game over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish that you could turn that on in lower difficulties because honestly like okay yeah. well this is not related to the gun thing but this is just a, a observation i had it sucks getting discovered in this game just like mm. it it feels bad like you're like you're, everything's on high alert, you can't go anywhere because you're massively outgunned by all these guys. So you just just, like, mm-hmm. wait in a locker and or in a box and just, like, yeah. hide for, like, a minute and a half until the coast is clear, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd much prefer, like, you got caught. It's like, oh, game over. Try again yeah. in this area, you know? Because it, yeah, it so is, there. Nice. there's a certain, like, I mean, at least
2: for me, fun to, like, initially, like, oh, I gotta find a place to hide. Is this place good? Mm-hmm. And then there's a tenseness. Are the guards gonna come and open this locker that I'm in or whatever? Sure. But then... Mm-hmm. Usually after about 30 seconds, it's clear that they aren't. But then to get back to non-alert, you just have to wait for this bar to slowly tick down mm-hmm. until they're out of caution yeah. mode. And yeah, it does right. get kind of boring. Um, mm-hmm. Though then I feel like the game's almost missing something when you do turn on that instant discover or discovery equals game over mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, obviously, yeah, if you're rushing through the game, that would be a lot more convenient. <laughs> and yeah, I'm glad yeah. that it's there. It, it, I know when I, when I played the game on extreme mode, uh, I had that mode. I had that turned on the discovery mm-hmm. equals game over. So,
1: and I mean, I'm sure that's like part of the point, right? Like, I mean, as far as yeah. the game designs, like your, your goal is to not be discovered. So it's gotta mm-hmm. like really hamper you to be discovered, you know, otherwise right. there'd be no point. So, so I get yeah. that. I understand. I think it.
0: stealth is like one of the hardest genres to like create a to game do. for. Make fun. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, exactly. It,
0: it's so hard to, to just get it right. Yeah. Um, my least favorite weapon was, this time, was the, uh, the katana. Wow. Oh, like, yeah. I really just could not get that thing to work correctly. It uh, doesn't um, feel good. It is a good. little fiddly,
1: uh, maybe, but I like Maybe it. in
0: the, the re-release in Metal Gear Solid, or for PS3, maybe it feels a little better. But on the PS2, like yeah. I was just having so much trouble. It does feel like, a bit like you figured work. out
1: something about it. What? It What's does feel to? a
2: bit just like you got like this really long piece of spaghetti or Yeah, market. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about the sword. Um, okay, so with the sword, I realized something that I don't think I'd ever really realized before. Um, the way... Th- so, for the audience, the way the sword works is you basically swing it with the right analog stick, okay. and which is different from every other gun you control, where you're, like, shooting with the like square button to shoot the gun. Um, you get the sword at the end of the game, and it's kind of like a bonus weapon, I think, in a way, but... Um, you swing it with the right analog stick, and I didn't notice this before, but like if you swing downwards, you're supposed to like swing upwards next. Mm, like it feels like I it see. sticks sometimes, mm-hmm. but that's just because like the way the sword works is you know, if you swing the sword down, you know, uh, in real life, you know, your arm is down you're with down. the sword, and so uh-huh. it's trying to make you swing up, up uh-huh. with the to get it back to neutral, and then you okay. swing left, and then you're supposed to swing right afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like it that actually helped me a lot Um, I was having a lot of issues with it before that that, but Uh, but generally, it did feel fairly clumsy. Um, it's hard to like get close to enemies because they shoot you, and then you try to deflect it, but you can't deflect every bolt, so you just uh-huh. get shot. It just like did not feel super rewarding. Uh-huh. I think the game tries to set you up to feel like a badass when you're wielding the sword because you see it used to such badassery with the ninja character, but then when you finally pick it up, you're just like, what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not good. Um, I think disappointing. This, I think
0: the sword's pretty emblematic of this game and that, like... It's so, like, interestingly, like, created for the game. Like, there's, like, so many, like, little details in this game, mechanics-wise, oh, yeah. that are, like, very interesting. Like, like if they're gonna call for help on the radio, the enemy, you can shoot the radio, and then that'll fizzle out, and then they can't call. Did you know that, Tim?
1: I... No, oh, wow. <laughs> just, I didn't know that. Uh, I yeah. always just like accidentally like I always put that guy to sleep, and then uh-huh. they'd be like, "What's going on? Uh-huh. Respond!" And yeah. there's like nobody's responding, yeah. so then they send more troops, and it's like. God. Damn it. Yeah, like exactly. every single time. So but even if you have a,
2: good, if, um, if you have so, a good
0: shot, you can get it. Uh, yeah, basically.
2: even if a guy says a couple words into the radio and you put him to sleep, they'll still send like they won't go into alert, but they'll mm-hmm. still send people to investigate. So you got to be like right. ridiculously fast. Mm-hmm. I think you can shoot the radio even on their hip if you're like yeah, yeah.
1: that um, good. You can accidentally
0: uh, shoot the radio when you're trying. to like, I think shoot I, them for real.
1: Um, I think I probably knew that when I was in like high school or middle school, uh, but I don't. I didn't remember this time. But
2: uh, to Evan's point there are so many like mm-hmm. gadgets and stuff that you get that are pretty much just like one time use. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. there are other like secret e- times you can use them or like other ways to use them. For example, you get the coolant to freeze bombs to diffuse them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if a guy is sleeping and you need him to wake up for whatever reason, you can just spray him with the yeah. coolant and he'll wake exactly. up faster.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, or uh, you can also use it to spray out fires to too. Out fires, yeah. Yeah. It's a take fire care extinguisher. of those cockroaches. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's yeah. a bug spray oh, yeah, too. Yeah. The yeah. the sea yeah. lice. Yeah. Definitely. Um, sea
2: lice. And like there's a you can you get a directional microphone that you have to use to listen for yes. this agent's pacemaker, uh and then later just use to listen to a conversation of people who are far away and moving. Uh but then you can there's like a bonus cutscene you can get with it, uh when Emma is walking along the uh outer rim along the oh ocean. I about uh, this. She encounters Johnny, the like comic relief guard with, like, irritable bowel man. syndrome. Yes. Uh, Who and ultimately they have, like, ends up they with have, like, they, have, like, they have a conversation. Re- yeah, well, okay. yeah. We don't talk about Metal Gear Solid 4, but there's, like, a secret <laughs> conversation that you can hear there with the microphone if you're, like, hmm. if you put away your sniper rifle and get out the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, they while the game itself actually doesn't have, is, like, a pretty short game, and, like, realistically, if you look at, like, a, there's only, like, 30 enemies or whatever in the whole game. Uh, or at least in each scenario. Um, Like the game really gets a lot out of a little. Uh, Exactly. And that's one of the Mm -hmm. things that I really like about it. It it knew its limitations and it knew exactly what it could do and just like went... As far as it could with what it had.
0: (laughs) They were, like, pushed into a corner, and then they got very creative with what they had to do to, like, make a good game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I liked... I mean, like, so we talked about how Metal Gear Solid 3 does better with, like, larger environments. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I thought that Metal Gear Solid 2 was good at... I mean, like, it's you're basically on the same structure in the entire game. I mean, like, yes. you kind of move to different new parts of it, but you are retreading a lot of ground. But I always kind of felt like they always kind of, like, swapped out a couple enemies here and there and maybe, mm-hmm. like, made it a little bit more interesting depending on where in the story you were. Um, and so even though it was in a contained space, I thought they used that space very well. Mm-hmm. Very well.
0: Yeah. In yeah. fact, it kind of felt... I mean, I don't want to go that far, but it kind of feels like it's like a stage. And, like, they just kept using the stage in different ways just to mm, keep the mm-hmm. game interesting. Um, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of moving parts uh, for that. Okay. Um, favorite member of Dead Cell, guys. So, <laughs> so, 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 well. so, Dead Cell is a terrorist organization that takes over this um, oil plant in the middle of the... What part of the ocean? Uh, it's to be Atlantic Near, near ocean, New right? York City, yeah. Near out in the, City. Yeah.
2: out in the ocean. ocean. Um, out by, and
0: yeah. there is a immortal vampire. There is a woman with a giant, like, electricity gun who can't be shot. Um, there's a fat man named Fat Man um, <laughs> who's also named after the Fat Man bomb that fell on Japan. Um, so it's like a triple <laughs> Tantra triple <laughs> there, uh, and then the last member is uh, Doc Ock from Spider-Man. So, <laughs> uh, what were your guys' favorite members?
1: Not actually. Um, <laughs> or I a think... like
0: favorite like boss encounter like whatever, uh-huh. what was your favorite fight?
1: Too? Honestly, uh, honestly, when I was like playing the game and like trying to like f- like when I was like taking note of what was good and what was bad. I was. I just have a note. Like, hang on one second. <laughs> There's a scene where, like, the heli- like, um, a jet. You fight a jet at one point in the game, and you ev- you have a rocket launcher. Eventually, you shoot the jet down. At the end of that, at the end yeah, of that yeah. cutscene. Oh man. Um, <laughs> the the, the, one of the main bad guy, quote unquote, of the game is like, go vamp, and so vamp was with him in the jet, and he jumps out. You have to remember, this is a uh, this is a center in the middle of the ocean. This vampire man jumps out and just sprints across. <laughs> the water <laughs> he just runs on and the then water as he go yeah, what's I the next part? No. He that runs, runs up after? the wall. He runs directly uh, right, up, up the yeah. thing. Yes, no. Up towards I was
0: taking the, the tanker or not the tanker. Yeah, the plant. so
1: I was like I added while that was happening uh, to my pros list on my pros and cons list and I have vamp running on water and then he ran up the wall and I just typed vamp generally. I just <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite character uh, I think but, <laughs> in the game and then the to best, be the best one of the best
0: lines is like stating the obvious. Um Solid Snake looks out at the water, watches Vamp running on water and he says <laughs> it's running on water (laughs) yes I can see that thanks
1: I see it it happening yes Vamp is my favorite character in this game wow
2: because I don't I I in general don't like Vamp because like he's just too much he's a little bit too much I I think also Vamp
0: represents like what's so crazy about Metal Gear because like in in 4 I know let's not talk about 4 too much but he becomes like all about nanomachines, right? That's the whole thing. It's all about nanomachines at that point. It's so all I can see why, yeah, Vamp is problematic for you. He
2: just... It's oh, too much. Sir, I mean, like, not that... I mean, obviously the whole game is a lot, but, like, he's just a, just a little bit too much.
1: No, no, I think he's perfect. Uh, game, like, that's like, the thing I loved when... Sorry. No, it's yeah. okay, because, like, the
2: other members, like their powers or whatever are a lot more easily explained. Right. Uh, Whereas Vamp, at least in Metal Gear Solid 2... They just don't, they don't explain it at all. Like everything <laughs> That's else. That's what I like. <laughs> uh, okay. well, I mean, in like Metal, I, I mean. I thought it was nano Van- Machines. Bra- okay, not yeah, so yeah, they, but, but they didn't explain it within this yeah, game. We, we're in We're the, just
1: in the, in the eye of the Metal Gear Solid, like two. We're yeah, not I talking saw about saw anything Metal else Gears past uh, that. Too. I mean,
2: Vamp is probably more similar to the bosses of Metal Gear Solid 1 who were, I think, in general, a little bit weirder. I'm trying to remember all of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. They were kind of normal. They, they, were, they were a little bit more normal, I think. Which I think is well, I think <laughs> better. <but laughs> Except for
0: Psychic Guy. Except um, for the Psychic, psychic guy, guy, yeah. So I guess He's there's a other, like, one. Crank Mantis.
1: Uh um Sago man. But yeah, man. What, so what what I liked about the game was when it like really like dialed into its weirdness, like mm-hmm. for Vamp they never explained that. And when um so later in the game, Fortune, who haven't mentioned, can't be shot, that's because mm-hmm. she like basically for most of the game she has this unexplainable like barrier around her where bullets just whiz by her and mm-hmm. grenades that land at her feet don't go off and are goods as <laughs> the Dude. as it the did. guard says a dud um but then and like when they later, wait, hold on, I'll pause.
0: when they say it's a dud they like slowly move in to
1: like, <laughs> like what yeah, are they planning yeah, to do yeah. at that point <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like walking up like it's anyway, I'm sorry, um, continue. yeah but eventually they explain that oh she had some kind of like electromagnetic device on her that deflected bullets uh, but but then then at the very end she just like with her willpower deflects these mm-hmm. missiles coming at them and Snake's like she is Lady Luck you know <laughs> um, and they never explain that right. she just makes the missiles fly away and like I like that okay, like, I this is that part so two, stupid <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah so I mean I, like that's what I like okay, yeah. they do this weird <laughs> with running on water vampires who can get shot in the head and just like not die for whatever reason you know cause hell had no vacancies yeah. or whatever <laughs> um, I, yeah so Vamp, Vamp was my favorite but Yeah,
0: I, I really like Vamp, like just the like ridiculous factor. And I really like Fortune. I thought she was like a pretty well-written character, and she was nicely tied into the entire plot. Like her father was killed by Solid Snake, or so we think. Um and also, yeah, just to go to the point, like they don't really explain it, there's like a tiny uh, it's just kind of a weird fact about her. It's like he shoots or ocelot shoots Fortune. She can't block that bullet for some reason. Hits her in the heart area, so on the left side and she doesn't go down immediately. And he goes, oh, that's right. Your heart is on the right. So it's like she's kind of like weird biologically speaking. Yeah. I mean, that's um, a thing
2: that can happen. No, like, I know. Whatever, it's just like, one in a million babies. It's just kind of like, a, oh, oh,
0: that's kind of weird. Why would they do that? Yeah. If to maybe. Kind it is of, kind of
2: a weird throwaway fact. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Kojima um, likes his weirdness. I mean, I don't yes. know, you know. I feel
0: like he just goes on Wikipedia every yeah. day. He's like, oh, that's like, a cool thing. I'm going to put in his that in the game somehow. Reads about uh, a handgun and he's like, How about Snake talks about it for twenty minutes and that'll be solid three? Um, that's
2: probably my favorite cutscene. I mean life. that's the thing is though, I, I do feel like Hideo Kojima, like, doesn't have a lot to say himself. He just kinda likes regurgitating stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe there's a little <laughs> bit of his own insight uh-huh. or whatever, but I feel like a lot of this is like oh, I saw this video or I read this article and I'm basically oh, yeah, just uh, repeating it verbatim or, or like, uh, oh, I saw this <laughs> thing in a movie.
0: <laughs> Speaking to that point, um, so in Metal Gear Solid Five, there's the character Quiet and mm. uh, a lot of people complain, rightfully so, about her, like, costume and it's basically just the bikini and she can just, like, breathe through the sun or something. Um, and I was watching an anime on Netflix because it has giant robots and aliens uh, and uh-huh. it's called Knights of <laughs> Syndonia. And Like behold, the Muse song? <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's... Wait, what's it called? Like well, I'll, I'll update think, this later. I think you're right. I think you're yeah, right. Nights, That's Nights fine. You might be right. Continue. Um, but anyway, um, like so this is like humanity far in the future, and these people in the future, they're basically like plant people, and like for fan service or for whatever reason, they breathe through the sun through their naked bodies. Um, and I remember... I remember, like, a year before Metal Gear Solid V came out... Hideo Kojima tweeted about that, sh- that, that that series, and he's like, this is a really uh, good you series. Serious? You guys should watch it. And I was like, yeah, I will. And that's why I watched it later. And I was like, hold on a second, Kojima. I oh mean, literally God. just took... <laughs> you, oh yeah, back. you
2: know what they say, you know, good artists borrow, great artists steal. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Um, and he has such, like, an encyclopedic mind that, like, there's just so many references happening at once that you don't get all of them. So that's that can be fun for some people, kind of mind-boggling for others. Like my one of my little favorite little uh, nods to cinema is Hal and and Dave, and those are the main characters mm-hmm. in two thousand one space opera space odyssey. So right, right, and uh, yeah, Kojima loves the Kubrick. So <laughs> Go,
1: Kojima loves the Kubrick. Okay, um, let's see. Okay, what's so, next? What uh, we got?
2: So I think I mean, the okay, quest- wait. Going back to the dead cell members, so like mm-hmm. Fortune's whole thing is like she can't die, and everyone around her has died, and so she's mm-hmm. just like, "I want to die," and I'm
1: just like, "There are other ways to die than getting shot." <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Even if she can't like stab herself or something, maybe that would deflect the blade or something. Uh, yeah. Maybe you, you could just you jump know. off of something tall. Jump off the big shell that killed yeah. me a lot of times <laughs> on accident.
0: I kind of had a feeling it was it was kind of like that character. Um, Domino in, in X-Men where her, her power is just luck and like uh, no matter what she does everything just lines up perfectly for her so I figured like if she tried to commit suicide something, uh, something would, would happen. <laughs> she'd oh, land, well, would she'd pick land pick on up. someone yeah. she cares yeah. about
2: yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah okay
2: okay. so um, now I
0: think the question, oh Max
2: sorry so I was wondering how do we want to go about the rest of it, I mean we could kind of just kind of yeah
0: exactly. go through
2: the story and like discrete chunks and have our thoughts on it i don't know yeah that... so we could do like go oh, through the
0: plot uh-huh. or we could still kind of stick to these questions that i have that are I also equally pretty i haven't like...
2: actually been looking at the questions that's so maybe that's, that's, that's fine it's of it. more, okay, here more we or, go. or less for me um, um.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, that, okay. I mean, no, like, this
2: next question is definitely like one of the big things I wanted to talk about. Like, okay. And it, con- it also had continue. a lot
0: to do with, yeah, gamers were very angry about it too at the time. Oh. Okay, okay.
1: Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that.
0: Okay. So these next few questions are going to get a little deep, guys. Kind of <sighs> deep. So let's put on our thinking caps a little bit. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all sick, so this doesn't really help too much. Mm. Sniffle. Okay. So, did changing perspectives by switching over to Raiden at the beginning of the plant chapter work for you? So I remember it was very controversial back at release. Um, And then further, does switching roles strengthen or weaken the main themes of identity? And how?
1: Well, that's an interesting question. We should probably preface that the reason um, it was so controversial at the time was because all the marketing materials just had Snake in it, Solid Snake. Um, And the the first Metal Gear Solid and all the other Metal Gear games had just had Snake. So, you know, Metal Gear Solid 2, you assume you're going to be playing as Snake. But then, that only happens in, like, the first... Tanker mission, which is probably like the first two ish hours of the game, two or three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tanker blows up, and you think Snake dies, even though it's obvious he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, you're playing as Raiden, and it's like, who's this pretty boy? You know, he's like, <laughs> he's got this like long blonde hair. He's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, that was the reason there was a lot of uh, controversy about it. Uh-huh. But
2: well, and the game even goes so far as, so you start the next mission, the plant chapter, uh, and you're like, this is Snake. And you're like, okay, this obviously yeah. is not Solid Snake, because like I know what he sounds like. He has this dumb, gruff voice. Uh, and so the game's even <laughs> like, like I mean, like, obviously the game knows what it's doing and being like, hey, what's going on, player? This isn't uh-huh. Snake. Yeah. Uh, right, exactly. And so I think... At least for all of us, I don't think did we super care. I don't think so because we never played I, Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah. We didn't have I a huge
1: attachment, no frame of to reference. This yeah. character. Yeah, I
0: thought
1: I was it was like an okay,
2: interesting I... choice because I remember reading about
0: everyone's complaints at the time, and I was like, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool because like he seems mm-hmm. like a cool
2: character. Well, and honestly, <laughs> I mean, maybe the general public mm-hmm. was outraged, uh, but mm-hmm. like if you look at, re- I mean, like I'm not gonna say review score numbers because I actually know the you know, Metacritic, but um, mm. <laughs> like it got mm. good review.
0: Like, I don't think okay. pe- people
2: weren't just like, oh, what sure. is this trash?
0: And <sighs> I, I remember, didn't Japan like accept Raiden a lot more than the West? Because well, Japan yeah, loves I, their pretty boys. I've
2: heard things that it was like, <laughs> oh, it's a marketing thing to get people in Japan to play it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. was it? I don't know. Uh, okay. That's so debatable. In, and yeah. in, in going back to your like, kind of, does it tie in with like strengthen the themes of the mm-hmm. story? It's like, I mean, I don't. I'm, I don't know. It. I don't know if it, that it, it does or it doesn't. But mm-hmm. it's at least very interesting with how Raiden is presented because Snake mm-hmm. is like this, you know, war hero kind of ultimate soldier. Yeah. Whatever. He's basically uh, a superhero. Whereas Raiden, yeah. his mm-hmm. his only training has been in these virtual missions. He's done a simulation of Metal Gear Solid One like mm-hmm. tons of times. So like Raiden mm-hmm. is the player. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's that's just. That's where we guys. get into this. The yeah. meta stuff yes. in this yeah. game, yeah. So I mean, so obviously I think it was a great decision for me for like just you know for that interesting kind of take mm-hmm. on Raiden is yeah. you the player. If you don't like him, look in the mirror, loser. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. That's a good point. Like for a first time player playing Male Your Solid Two, you don't have this real connection to Solid Snake, and then suddenly you're playing another character who's also looking at Snake as sort of like a hero. Mm-hmm. There's something mm-hmm. there. It's kind of like um, it, it builds more grandiosity to the Solid Snake legend if you're playing someone else.
1: Yeah, And sure. what
0: better way to be introduced to that legend than through playing another character as your first time playing Metal Gear? Um, yeah. But I do understand it can be a little frustrating if you're not Snake. Um,
1: but yeah. I I think people also uh, were abrasive towards like Raiden. Like came off as like kind of whiny or like he just like, kind of seemed like he was didn't really know what was going on. But I mean like that super played into like the game's kind of themes of kinda trying to confuse you. Because right. the entire game Raiden is told, Hey, these are the things you're supposed to be doing mm. and then the like as he's going on it becomes more and more obvious, it's like, hey, none of this is right. This isn't None of the things you told me I'm supposed to be doing are happening. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, there's definitely, like, a disconnect there. And I feel like when I was a kid, I didn't really super notice, right. like, that kind of thing, you know? Right. Like, I, I, I must have just, like, glossed over the story so mm-hmm. hard, Yeah, I must
0: have, too. Um, there's a lot of story beats that, like, really jumped out at me now that I'm a little older and understand yeah. feelings better. Um, mm. Like, the whole, like, Hal having an affair with his stepmom and, like, never telling Emma about it. And I was just like, wow, this is pretty, pretty dark stuff. Um, and, like, the voice acting, it gets a little hammy sometimes. Um, but the idea Poor of Otacon. it and, and, and the um, the dialogue itself written is pretty well done. Um,
1: yeah. Me- I, I think it's interesting that they get Otacon, the character who is... He's really bad at crying. The voice mm-hmm. actor yeah. is not good at it uh, whatsoever. And what he's the most crybaby character yeah, in the yeah. series. He, gets, <laughs> he cries so much, and it's always bad. Um, crying and um, peeing. Hal
0: story. Just those, those liquids um, coming um, out um, of his body. <laughs> also,
1: I noticed I noticed this time for the first time when you encounter, when you're trying to save Otacon, Hal's sister, uh, and you surprise her, she pees herself. I didn't mm-hmm. notice that oh, when yeah. I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, always, exactly. Uh, okay.
2: They're no, amazing. I didn't I always notice. <laughs> noticed that. I'm surprised you didn't.
1: Uh, no, I just didn't I just I didn't really need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kojima loves the pee. Yeah, he does. What did you what did you guys think? I guess while we're on the topic of yeah. like Raiden as a character, this mm-hmm. was also a big complaint people had. Um a lot of the times, so one of your uh, support in the game is your girlfriend, Rose, mm-hmm. who apparently, I guess, works for whatever ambiguous government entity Raiden mm-hmm. works for um, and is an analyst, whatever that means. But she basically is the one who saves your game for you. You contact mm-hmm. her when you need to save. And then afterwards, usually, um, they have like a kind of little small conversation. It's usually some kind of like. It seems like the conversation that should not be happening on, on a high-stakes mission, yeah. you know? They're like, hey, do you remember what tomorrow is? It's kind of important. Uh-huh. And Ryan's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm kind of in the middle of something. She's like, no, that's cool. That's cool. We'll talk about it later, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, very, like, okay, God. Like, they're having, like, a, like a lo- lover's <laughs> quarrel or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, there's, like, such some, like, big, just, like, huge relationship fights that they're having, mm-hmm. like, literally after I shot a guy in the head or something where it's, like... <laughs> (laughs) you never let me in your room i saw your room and it's empty you know it's like these are like big like dramatic moments that maybe could work in a different setting but just the fact that you're on the radio trying to save your game while it's happening is just like it just feels really out of place and i think people were really abrasive towards that when it first came out well what did you guys think i mean i would say you are playing a video game
0: and you know it at the end um and I think I think Rose is like so important to like Raiden's character in the reveal that he basically is a video game character in a video game. Um, I'm sure we'll get to that more, but I, it did. I guess it did bother me. Um, but it's kind of hard to say now because I've played the game so many so many times that I I just expect it. I'm like, okay, save here. Yeah. She's gonna do her thing now. Let's mm. pay attention. Yeah, um, yeah Max.
2: Uh, I mean it it can it can sometimes run on a bit long but mm-hmm. uh and and I think Rose is one of the weaker voice actors in mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. um but yeah I agree like it's it's kind of necessary and and it's like at the very beginning the colonel's like oh I let me introduce you to our operations specialist it's your mm-hmm. girlfriend and Ryan's like what why like this is a mission like why <laughs> is she here happened? so it's yeah. like <laughs> The game knows. Like the game it, knows. I mean it has sure. you know, it has its fun with it, but
0: See yeah. the problem is I... they try to explain things <laughs> more later and uh-huh. I like it when it's not explained as much like I can kind of guess what happened. Like they're actually there, there's an actual Colonel Campbell, there's an actual Rose, or maybe there's no Campbell and there's only a I Rose. I don't think
1: so. See, I don't think there's... A, I don't think there's a Campbell. I don't That's think there's a Campbell at all. See, okay, See, we these should... these kind we need of conversations
2: re- are interesting. Yeah. Um, Before uh,
1: we yeah. start talking about it, we need to explain a little bit more, maybe, But Max. Right.
2: And, and yeah. so, sorry, just to Evan's point just now, like, in general, the game has so much, like, tell-don't-show... Uh, mm-hmm. in its, in its yeah. exposition, uh, I, I have that. In I was, notes for I was sure. playing, uh, just like the, I think just the very beginning, uh, mm-hmm. on the tanker and, uh, my roommate sky, shout out to sky, uh, was there and she was like, it seems like they're afraid that you'll have questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they have the infamous codex sequences,
0: which like, yeah. just, just goes keep on popping up like an hour is every codex <sighs> sequence. Um, yeah. Is that is that all next?
2: and then uh, well and then and then to that point as well the codec like I had this note like if this were a modern game all the mm-hmm. codec stuff would be like during gameplay as you're moving right, around or, you're moving and then uh, or at you. least like a seamless uncharted style cutscene where you're mm-hmm. like oh I'm back in control like because mm-hmm. like you know it's got that no cuts you but know, kind the codec
0: of thing. sequence does lead to one of my favorite like reversals sort of thing Um at the end, when you're talking to Campbell, we'll we'll talk about this we'll more. About uh, it. And like the game sort of becomes haunted, um, and it's a we whole we like keep... <laughs> floating heads sort of sequence. But like now now there's like an X-ray vision of Campbell's head, and he's like a talking skeleton. Um, yeah, I, I just love that that part. Oh, and um, yes.
2: also during the codec sequen- sequences, you can push. And now I don't. I think it's R two to listen mm-hmm. to like Raiden's thoughts. And I'm yeah. like, this is like, oh, I love the, the like video gameiness of this. I mean, th- there's yeah. only like, there's maybe like ten to twenty different thoughts that he can have that right. are like, <laughs> no way, or like. Uh-huh. Oh, huh. yeah, like, right. you know, so yeah, it's like you know they're, they're just kind of generic I, things, but I thought that was like I only used it a little bit, but I thought yeah, that was cool. For
0: the PS2, I think it's L2 and R2, L2, and oh. if you use uh, L2 or L3 and R3, you can you like can zoom. zoom in on people's yeah. faces, which is yeah. fun here and That's there. Just fun, uh, just like staring at their mouths as they talk. Um,
1: That's actually a segue to a small thing I want to talk about. I love the Easter eggs in this game. Oh, man. Um, I mean, that's, like, my favorite, maybe my favorite thing about it. Like, there's just, like, so much, like, little, like, it's a very serious game, right? Mm-hmm. But there's just, like, little touches where it's, like, okay, we're having some fun but with this. Very like, humor- you know, very humorous, you're, yeah. yeah, like, you're trying to hide from enemies, and you're, like, open a locker room, and there's, like, a pinup of, like, a model in yeah. there. You're, like, oh, no. okay, and you just, like, uh-huh. close the locker, and you're in there, and you're just kind of, like, staring at this pinup <laughs> waiting for the guards to pass by you, you know? <laughs> Um, Yeah, there's all these little
0: things in the game that are just so much fun. Um, Are you going to say something else, Tim? Sorry.
1: No, I was just thinking, like, there's, like, a guard who's, like, listening to the radio or whatever and he's just kind of, like, dancing Dancing. around and he doesn't super notice you. I remember I kind of felt a little bit bad because, like, I was, like, in a rush and (laughs) I had, like, died three times doing some stupid shit just a minute ago. And I was, like, Mm -hmm. running through that area and I saw this guy just dancing down the hall. I was like, no. And I just, like, shot him in the head and, like, ran past him, you know? (laughs) But, you know. Okay, so so before
0: we venture anymore, maybe we should talk about the ending, which I think is, like, the point of reference for so many things we'll be talking about. (laughs) And feel free, guys, to jump in at any minute, because I'm sure I'm going to be missing things. But um, towards the end, like, the final act of the game, uh, Raiden, our main character, has basically been captured by Dead Cell. Um, And at that point, they are... Boy... A lot of idea, uh, things just came back to me. Um, so, at this point, they're ready to activate the new Metal Gear. Um, but, instead of a Metal Gear using a nuclear missile... I mean, it will use a nuclear missile, but the ends is oh, different. Boy. They want to use the nuclear missile to knock out, basically, the electricity, and, in effect, the internet. Which, they, a word I don't think they use too much in this game, because the internet was just up and coming at that point in 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. They wanted to control the, the bad guys, Dead Cell, want to control
2: uh, the flow of information. Max. Well, so actually, so earlier <laughs> in the game, see, you kind of got it. It all builds on itself. Uh, yeah. So early right. in the game, you meet the president, who mm-hmm. the whole reason you're on this, uh, you know, oil facility. Uh, Is to rescue the president who's been taken hostage by Dead Cell, and he Mm -hmm. explains to you, okay, so basically I'm just a puppet of this like organization called the Patriots, who basically control everything. Uh, Mm -hmm. They control the media, they control the government, Uh, basically Illuminati. The whole the whole country. As far as as far as we can tell, they're not like fully international. Because they, mm-hmm. they definitely like say the nation a lot, right? Um, right. And so, Dead Cells' end game is to basically free the country from the Patriots. So then, a lot mm-hmm. of the game is like, who's actually the bad, the guys, bad guys here? Guys. They're kind they kind right. of both are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, basically the the Patriots are being overwhelmed by all this just like raw information that Mm -hmm. exists out there now based on the internet. They can't control it like they could, you know, the free press or whatever. Free press. Uh, And so (laughs) they, yeah, they're basically launching this metal gear as a like huge AI system to control the flow of digital Mm -hmm. information. It's like a big brother thing. Yeah. Basically making people believe what they want, uh, Mm -hmm. kind of shaping history. But it's right. I mean, both sides of the coin are kind of flawed. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a right. gray area where you're like, what's like, what's even the right thing? And the game is basically like that at the at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like snakes just make like, your own yeah, what can we do? I don't know, man. You got to like find your own place. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, mm-hmm. I, uh, so now you can go ahead. So you're you're on this. Basically, right. it's a giant ship that has mm-hmm. Metal Gear guards that like can, has the A.I. core. Of the Patriots to control right? Right. everything. Uh, <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. uh, and so like at that point, <laughs> I think you know most of what's going on at that point. Uh, but you get freed by a ninja, um, <laughs> and you're uh, on your you're your naked and you're trying to get out of uh, you're trying trying to free yourself. Um, and at that point, the codex sequences, which is like. <sighs>
2: What exactly is a codex? Is it, a codec- is it like a mental
1: link? I'm codec- clear. <laughs>
2: it's, it's, it's basically a radio, uh, uh-huh. but it has a little, it has like a little, it's like a video call, basically. But <clears throat> I think but <throat> within the game, when you're using it for some reason, you're completely silent. Right. I uh, yeah. think the implication like, is like, you don't speak out loud, you're kind of
0: like yeah. thinking what you're saying. Um, yeah. So throughout the whole game, you're communicating with um, your commander in chief, uh, Colonel Campbell. Colonel
1: Com- Commander-in-Chief is the president, yeah. so oh, it's the just true. a commander. commander. <laughs> commander. Um,
0: although you do, co- like, talk with the president <laughs> for a good two yes. hours talking about the Patriots. And then he dies, and then but he continue. Dies. Um, but at that point, it's been pretty normal uh, conversations between the two of you, but when you're escaping um, Arsenal Gear is the name of the Metal Gear, uh, it seems like all hell breaks loose. Uh, the codex sequences start to get very strange. Um, Colonel Campbell starts acting very weirdly, saying very strange things. Um, I need scissors. Sixty one is probably the the popular uh, statement he makes. Um, And you start to question your own reality. Um,
2: Does anyone want to jump in at this point?
1: Well, (laughs) okay, wait, Max. So so in
2: preface to this, a virus has been uploaded to the A.I., which is causing it to kind of freak out. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so at this point, at this point, it's been at least to the observant player made clear that the colonel is kind of working for, like, you are an agent of the Patriots being controlled Mm -hmm. by the colonel. Uh, Mm -hmm. at one point, Raiden is like, colonel, I just realized I've never actually met you. And so then you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, is the colonel even real? Probably not. Probably not. He's probably just
0: an AI simulation.
1: Uh, and then they say like the we, and they say we have Rose, we as have in, like Rosemary. like some kind yeah. of like, like yeah, like we have, have Rosemary. Have
2: yeah. And then,
0: but um, the, the weird part too is later, uh, Rose uh, tries to tell you something. She's like, Jack, I'm, and then it cuts off, uh, probably implying that she's pregnant. Um,
1: well, it, she does actually say, like, I'm pregnant. Uh, oh, oh I Okay. I just prepared. know she's really, like, <laughs> is
2: this uh, the AI just trying to fool me? Right. Is there a real yeah. Rose? Like, mm-hmm. and, and then one- the fake,
0: uh, <clears throat> a fake Rose does pop up later in the codex sequences, um, right. adding further confusion to the whole problem.
1: Yeah, um, as a kid, I had no idea. Like, I think it's pretty oh, apparent yeah. now that Rose is real, and that mm-hmm. part when the AI is freaking out, that's a fake Rose, yeah. right? But um, um,
0: I, I remember just as a little note... Um, at one point, Campbell says, Raiden, turn off the game console right no, now. Oh, God. And then yeah. Rose jumps in. She's like, you've been playing the game for too long. You're too close to the screen. And, like, I had been playing the game for a long time, and I was wondering, like, is the game actually telling me to turn it off and then it'll activate something? So I, 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 I saved, and then I turned it off, turned it back on. Nothing happened. But
1: um, yeah, th- yeah, that's well, just how
0: bizarre it got. And uh, yeah, I, well, I when I was it. like,
1: when I was twelve or thirteen or whatever, playing this game, and like, you know, it was late at night. I had been playing for a long time, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like all this weird stuff starts happening, and then the game's like, "Ryden, right, turn off the game console." I was, I was freaked yeah. out, man. Like, I was not having it. <laughs> right. I was super scared, and really I just creepy. like. I just like I backed out, like I like, didn't say it, but it's like turned it off. I just, just didn't, <laughs> I didn't touch it for like a day that's, or something.
0: Uh, that's for tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well
1: um, and eventually I came back and bit it, but yeah, that was that was freaky. Like games hadn't really done that before. Like mm-hmm. we had kind of talked about. Um, Back in our Undertale episode, a little bit about like this kind of fourth wall breaking stuff and how mm-hmm. in that game like Flowey or whoever like kind of you know knew you were saving your game and overriding your mistakes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And but I think this game is probably like the first real real example of like the game being self aware and referring to you in that way and stuff yeah. like that. So was, well, was at was least that on a
0: like a plot level, because yeah. like in Metal Gear Solid One, uh, when you're when you're fighting um, Psycho, Psycho Mantis. On. You can, uh, like, take your controller out and put it into the second port so he can't read your mind. And then he Which can is really cool. You can read your memory, memory card. card. Yeah. There's all these little things. So but, there was a, yeah, but that a was almost wise. more
2: of an Easter egg fourth wall break
1: rather exactly. than a, this is a key part of the game. The, the yeah, story correct. and the whole
0: point, <clears throat> the whole thematic point of this game. Um, yeah.
1: So, but to your point about what's happening plot-wise in this part, and I think... Mm-hmm. Um, I think the game is a very fun game to play, but I think that last act is really definitive like Metal Gear Solid 2, right? So, Mm So yeah, this entire time you kind of figured out that the colonel is, like, it's obviously something's wrong with the colonel, you've kind of figured maybe he's not real, eventually Otacon does tell you, it's like, yeah that, I think you've been talking to an A.I. this entire time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they,
0: they, they realize the signal's coming out of <laughs> it's the It's coming the from metal here.
1: inside the house. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? I think, like, at the time, Ryan just kind of, like, like, what? And, like, it just kind of goes to something else, like, like, not even really talking about it, you know?
2: Um, And so what I enjoyed in replaying it, especially as a 28-year-old, is that a lot of the, like, there are hints very early on that, like, mm. something's not right. Like, at one Mm -hmm. point, you're, like, you're you're questioning one of the colonel's orders, and he just says, uh, like, it's literally verbatim, Raiden, the president needs you, I think. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, Stop questioning me, get out of here. <laughs> like yeah, do say, your what, thing. what does the script say?
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I
0: didn't pick up on that. That's that's pretty funny.
1: I I um, did notice him like bristling whenever you'd get like a little like what's going on? Like and he's like, You have your orders, do them, you know. Like it's uh-huh, just like, uh-huh. obviously. And I mean eventually It's the game, like, basically tells you, like, yeah, this AI is trying to manipulate you into doing all of this stuff, you know, and you did it. Um, God, there's... So the the reason this... Audience, the reason this is hard to talk about is, like, right around here is just when, like, a bunch of stuff gets thrown at you and, like... Mm -hmm. There's parts of the story, in my opinion, that, like, I think, like, kind of follow. And, like, yeah, there's some twists, but I think it kind of logically flows. And then it kind of just kind of, like, sticks some things in Mm -hmm. there. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of, like, just feels like, okay, I guess this is the point that they're trying to make. But it just kind of feels separate from this other part of the plot. (sighs) I don't know. Okay. Um,
0: I think we'll... We'll, we'll get to that even more. Um, okay,
1: sure. Let me sure, let me ask the sure. next question. Yeah, ask the next question. So
0: in Kojima's pitch document, he stated that the aim of the story involves a series of betrayals and sudden reversals to the point where the player is unable to tell fact from fiction, departing from the very clear and understandable story of its predecessor, which is also kind of laughable, mm-hmm. um, that every character lies to betray someone once blurring the line between what is real and what is fantasy and iron and ironies aimed at the digital society and gaming culture. So was this goal reached and how was it reached? <laughs> and does clarity define a good work of art? So I think that's the big, uh,
3: oh, the big question that
0: I want to ask you, Tim, because you, you do seem like it doesn't make sense after a certain point, but I know you love Evangelion. Yeah. Um, and know. it has a very similar <laughs> moment of like, nothing makes sense. And that's the point. Um, it's, if um, you want to, it's it's, it's you got not something there.
1: it's not so much that nothing makes <laughs> sense. It's uh-huh, that uh-huh. um there is like a okay. I'm just gonna talk about it specifically at the very very end of the game. Um, mm-hmm. when you are about to do your final boss fight with your adoptive dad. Uh, mm-hmm. Question mark. Um. Yeah. It's like, basically, you're about to do fight with this guy, and you kind of, like, have been following it up to this point. Um, they mm-hmm. tell you, like, this entire thing has been a simulation. Like, there's a lot of events in Metal Gear Solid 2 that are a lot, very similar to Metal Gear Solid 1, and they explain Great. it like, oh, they've been trying to have this uh, environment where they're building the next Solid Snake, so you, uh, uh, you, know, you assume, like, okay, I have been this test subject in creating the Super Soldier. I get it. Mm-hmm. And, like... I understand that. I kind of follow that. It's stupid, but I get it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it turns out, actually, you get another codec call, and it's the AI. Except I think it's a different AI, because the AI in Arsenal Gear was destroyed, and this one is just one Mm -hmm. that was in the White House, I guess, Mm -hmm. and it's contacting you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, and it's telling you, like, actually, this whole thing is this social sanity experiment where... Mm -hmm. And I'm help me out boys. Like um.
0: <laughs> this Yeah. real quick, this is the creepiest part of the whole game for me because that Campbell, when he explains what you, what he is, he's like, we were here in the soup of humanity when it first arrived, like, on Earth in the beginning. We've been here since the beginning.
1: Well, um, so he explains that he's basically, I think, like, when the nation started was when mm-hmm. this kind of... Again, they don't really explain it. it is. It's like mm-hmm. Yeah, the Patriots. <laughs> like, this consciousness started emerging. And he says, like the mm-hmm. primordial soup, it's like a, basically a new organism being developed from the birth mm-hmm. of America, I think, right. is what they're saying. Right. So, can, yeah. Yes. Um, is that what you were going to go with? Or? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm just
0: saying how it's just... Um, He's, he's speaking less like an AI and more just like as a consciousness, a collective consciousness. Right, exactly. Uh, so you would be even asking the question, like, then how is he talking to me if he's just a collective consciousness? It doesn't. So, it doesn't it's not
1: clear he's coming from a computer or anything. It's right, just like yeah. how much of this is in Bryden's he, brain. Uh, he, you know? He's basically
0: just like, I'm America, and I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> and you're like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and so, I mean, like, and this entire time, they're basically talking about how this micro, this this experiment on the big shell where Raiden has done all these things like Metal Gear Solid 1 was an experiment basically to see how well that they could control perception and information and mm-hmm. how this was like just like a kind of a micro example of that. Mm-hmm. And I just like didn't buy it. I'm like, how uh-huh. is this emblematic of in any way of the way you can cre- like control society as a whole? Right. I didn't get that. I, sp- I think
0: that part, yeah, that's that's logically to think that way. But I think at that point, it's supposed to kind of be like, hey, this is a game, and we've been telling you to do these things, and you've been doing them. Um, and so mm. that was the thought experiment. It's like, <sighs>
1: I guess okay. I had just
0: achieved... Yeah, does that make a little more sense?
1: I mean, I guess, I, I <laughs> guess if we're reading it as being, like, <laughs> super meta, I, I kind of uh-huh. wish they had sold and a little it bit better. Super meta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I they of, could have, definitely. Yeah, yeah, if they had sold it a little bit better, it, it, to me, it just was kind of like, um, like, okay, here's all these plot points. This kind of makes sense. Just kidding. This is what it actually is. Okay, fight the final boss. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, that's what you think. I
2: do feel like, yeah, yeah, they only kind of like 90% committed to the whole mm-hmm. yeah. like mm-hmm. super fake out meta thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously I love the game, but it's not, yeah. it, it does get a little bit like, a little bit extremely hard to follow in the the last half hour or so. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, I do like it. Like uh, when they're just explaining why the Patriots want what they want, like a lot of it makes sense and is valid. They're like, people are retreating. Like if online people don't have to actually like interact with each other, they can choose who they interact with and they can form these just completely single-minded communities and create Mm -hmm. their own false truths, which is like, Uh exactly okay, what's so, happening exactly. in the world uh yes. you know fake and if, news and whatnot he was talking about this in uh, 2001 and i'm sure ta- there are many yeah. studies
0: that were talking about this but this is like 17 years ago yeah. and we are now just seeing like the implications
2: of like what yeah. the internet can and can do for us the, that's right. really uh, the reason i like this game so much is it's like almost downright prophetic It, <laughs> it is prophet. that, that was uh, the word i was looking for earlier so, so yeah, uh, yeah and so the patriots are like Like, all this fake information is piling up. We want the true information out there. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But then, obviously, they also want to, like, have complete
1: control over everything. I mean, like, like,
0: what is the truth to them? The truth is going to be different for us. And, you know, like, what is truth? Um, Tim, you're going to say something?
1: Well, no, I was just going to say, like, again, like, the Patriots goals and stuff. I thought that was part of, like, the overarching plot. And I understood all that. Mm -hmm. That totally makes Mm -hmm. sense. I think, like, the conversation that you have with the A.I., Uh, right before you fight Solidus, is more talking about, like, the big shell and what you just did as a game and how that's an example of what they're trying to do on a grander scale. And I, I, they they lost Uh, me a little bit there. Yeah. I have...
2: I I hear you. Well, and because they're, like, just the resources that they had to spend to get this thing going is, like, billions of dollars. And it's, like... yeah. Yeah, they are the... The, uh, the
1: Patriots. Yeah, so. It didn't like, logically follow. <laughs>
2: Couldn't they have made a mm-hmm. little bit easier of a simulation somewhere? That mm-hmm. con- I don't know. It's a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That part, and I agree. Yeah, I think clearly kind of... that moment is just to
0: be like, okay, wait, we had an explanation, but I want this game to not make sense. So <laughs> let's just throw in this last thing before you actually finish the that game. That might to, totally
1: to, to be true, and and. Yeah, I mean, I have in my notes, like, uh, so I was, I was proud of myself, like, up until that point, because I was like, I was like, okay, I'm following this. I'm an adult. Okay. I get this. Like, there's some <laughs> twists. I'm still with you. Right. And then at that point, yeah. I'm like, I'm still typing notes. I'm like, okay, uh, let me, let me quote. I'm like, Colonel is formed in White House 200 years ago, like <laughs> primordial soup, some consciousness, digitizing life itself. This whole thing is bonkers. <laughs> it's all it like, truly is
3: bonkers.
0: Uh,
1: God. Period. Um. And as far as... Yeah, and I have, like, Metal Gear Solid 2 is the worst offender of throwing everything at once at you instead of kind of, like, building and doing that, but... Yeah. um, Also... Yeah, so going back to your original question about, like, Mm -hmm. how, like, is nothing's real and there's betrayals and stuff and how well this lived up to it, um, I think a lot of ways it did, but there were a lot of, like, examples of, I feel like they kind of just, like, tossed something in. Um, A good example of which being you're about to fight Solidus on the roof of the White House and all of a sudden he's, like, but... Mm-hmm. Sorry, yes, not not the White House. Oh. I knew that, yeah, Fedor Hall. Um, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's like, by the way, I killed your parents. And it's like, okay, well, shit, I didn't even realize that was a conflict before this. Like, um, it, I don't know, I just, just like, like he tossed that Adding
0: unnecessary salt to the wound, sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yes, Max. Uh, yeah, so, well, and, on, and to add on that,
2: when you're captured, Solidus has this speech that was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm your adopted dad. You were a child soldier, in case mm-hmm. you forgot. Uh, and so like yeah. I feel like they almost threw that in there, mm-hmm. like as a way to make because otherwise you'd be like, yeah, this solidus guy, like why am I fighting him? He seems to have like he seems to want to take down the Patriots. Okay, like sounds good to me, you know, because like sure. I feel like they just kind of threw that him to make him more evil. Yeah, it like yeah. Uh, I, towards the end, I
1: kind of was like I was like kind of agreeing with him. I was like, when the AI was like, "You have to fight this guy," I was like, "No, do I?" But then also, it's like Solidus then wanted to kill you because in mm-hmm. your nano machines, you had information about the Patriots. I think was oh, the yes. idea yes. there, yes. which I, which eventually was like, okay, I guess I do have to fight to defend myself. But mm-hmm. um, and then also the um, the whole thing with Emma. Emmerich and Otacon, um, I did not like, um, -hmm. I mean, like it was a dark little plot line, but to what end, I guess was my Mm -hmm. thing. Um, there was like, just a lot of (sighs) incest. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. I mean, okay, yeah, okay. He had an affair with his stepmom. That's messed up. His Dad killed himself, also messed up. Um, Mm -hmm. But then there's just, like, this real, not even subtle tone Mm -hmm. of, like, Emma being Mm -hmm. into Otacon as, Mm -hmm. like, the brother thing. And she's like, just, I just wanted you to see me as a woman. And I'm like, I'm very uncomfortable right (laughs) now. (laughs) Like, I didn't like this at all. Uh, Yeah, I didn't, I... Yeah, it kind
0: of felt like they wanted to expand... Hal's character, which is fine, but in this game, Hal has not a real role to play that much. Um, No. So it is kind of weird that they threw that in in this game.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would have made maybe, I don't know if it would have made more sense somewhere else, but it just kind of (laughs) felt like that entire plot line could have been... Not mm-hmm. not let's say removed. It just like felt extraneous. I don't know. Like that was just kind of like something that happened, and then right. she died, I, and then like you didn't talk about it again. Like it just kind of mm-hmm. happened and it was over. Like that was right. it. it's,
0: it's a very similar t- beat in the first Metal Gear Solid when S- when Sniper Wolf dies, yeah. and kind of how like opens his heart up and he's like this is who I am as a person so I guess they added that just so they could mirror that uh, moment so it's part they of the needed situation
1: <laughs> right yeah. but yeah. at the
0: same time at it's same not time. super necessary they could have done it a little bit
2: better yeah, uh, hey, yeah, exactly.
1: question to you guys—not yeah. about this game, but it's always been my impression that Oticon fell in love with Sniper Wolf and thought yeah. that she loved him, but actually she didn't give a. Shit. That yeah, was always right, exactly. my impression, no, but yes, he I always think, just made it seem like it was like this the love story. But it's like no, she was like an evil hot sniper girl. She does not yeah, care I don't, about you.
0: <laughs> I mean, do you have any evidence as to when it seemed like Sniper Wolf loved Otacon back? No, I don't I didn't think there was. That was, that it, was, right. it was
1: all yeah. Otacon's like, hearsay, him saying okay. that she loves it him. It's just projecting. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. So, I mean, he's yeah, a loser I just wanted to basically.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes. okay, we'll I wanted we'll to make sure then this then was all established. That. Yes, good. <laughs> that's good. good, the good, canon good. That we okay.
1: Awesome. Okay. Um, podcast, yeah, podcast. so I guess the, that was my problem with the plot. I and mean, it's no we're spending a lot of time on plot, audience. We I actually really haven't really talked that much about gameplay whatsoever. But in a game mm-hmm. that so in the beginning, heavily emphasizes plot, I feel like we have to, you know? Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Pause. Uh, pause. I mean, wait, not, at, not actual pause, but... Right. No. Okay, okay. we're no. like
0: a little over an hour or something.
1: We should probably start winding down or maybe start, start winding down. down. I, I, I don't Most of my what notes have been, been gone
0: through. I, I think we've been, we've been hitting all the questions I wanted to ask. Um, um, I guess we can just go into summaries now.
1: I can... Um, I can I mean, I have, a like, more? a couple things. Um, okay. Like, before we start talking about, like, well, like yeah. before we start recording, well, I mean, we are recording, but, I mean, before okay. we get back into conversation mode, what points yeah. did you want to talk talk about before we get to I this? just
2: had one, okay, so I had one thing here. Um, did you find anything new this playthrough? Like, for, okay. for example, I never knew that you could use the directional microphone when Emma's crossing the little water bridge, uh-huh. and, like, there was a secret okay. conversation there. Just because the mm-hmm. game is so packed with stuff, uh, yeah, you know, I I don't know, did did you guys, you know, discover anything new that you've never noticed before? Are we recording um,
1: again or are you gonna Oh I thought we were, I thought just, that was it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. that's fine. Yeah. Well fine, just just cut out yeah. me asking about the recording yeah, yeah, yeah. and this okay. sentence that I'm saying right now and yeah. Evan go.
0: Oh me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Um okay, so mechanically I would say no, kinda like that. But we kinda talked about it a little bit, Tim brought it up. I just got more of the plot this time around. Oh, sure. Sure. And and like the gravity of the situation and the, the prophetic nature of the plot line of like, yeah, like I said before, it never says internet. Um, it talks about like the flow of internet between like personal computers or something, I think at the most. Um, and in November, I came out in November, 2001. Um, and the whole thing's about like terrorism and like, that was only a few months after the September 11 attacks. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's just it like it just predicted the future down to the like the decimal. It's it's crazy. Um, that I think that's what I got more out of it this time. And I think when I finished it last was probably like five years ago, six years ago. Um,
1: Way more than that for me. Holy god! Probably like, maybe
0: even longer. Um, been Ten at we've, least. We've been we've been playing all these other Metal Gears. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, metal Gear Solid Three is a fantastic game. Um, Four is not a good game um, mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> um, audience <laughs> and, and just I just had a more uh, just like a m- more mature look at the theme like the themes all those themes I was listening I was like mm-hmm. yeah, I, I saw that more this time I saw more of this uh, I just like really appreciated what he was trying to accomplish yeah. rather than what he actually accomplished but yeah i guess more more story beats than anything and Um,
2: to that to that point like yeah the game sure does try really hard and i appreciate it for that uh the
0: the the heart is there like it wears its heart on its sleeve It, it knows it's stupid at times and it fesses up to it uh tim
1: yeah i was just gonna say yeah that's probably the same thing for me i definitely noticed and paid attention to the story and honestly like i liked the story a lot more just because i knew what was going on you know yeah um save for that like one beat i was talking about when you have that conversation with the ai on top of the federal building i thought all Mm -hmm. the rest of it was like yeah i like these themes i like the way it's carrying it out i'm into this you know Mm -hmm. um and so i mean like I, i don't know if i really noticed anything else there were some uh, I guess, like, nitpicks I had this time that I didn't have uh, first time I was playing. Um, things, yeah. I guess, since I've played more games and know what games do well yeah, definitely. better. Um, <laughs> I have in my notes here a couple things. Um, uh, basically, I mean, like, aside from, like, the clumsiness factor, the beginning of the game requires you, when you enter a new area, to, like, find the radar module. Mm-hmm. Um, and this game is borderline impossible to play without the radar, in my opinion. Your, like, sense of how far enemies can see you at, and, like, where they are is, like, and you can't get in, the camera angles are weird unless you go into first person, and that makes you freeze in place to do so. It's just uh, the, the very first enter into a room feels really bad to me. I'm just like, I hate this. I feel like an, like, I felt like if I Tim Zemanigan was trying to infiltrate a government building, like a heavily armed oh, area, man. I was like, I don't <laughs> know what I'm doing. No, like maybe no. that's wow. maybe that's super meta. I don't know, but I <laughs> yeah. felt like an idiot just like uh. crawling around trying to figure out where I was and, going. And so. definitely
2: and, later games in the
1: series did better with that.
2: Uh, y- you know, with radar. Yeah, yes and so no. Stuff, so. uh, like
0: for Metal Gear Solid Three, that was my main thing. Was like the the map really sucked. First off. Mm. And mm-hmm. like I would, and it's a much op- more open field. Um, there's less things to hide in. I mean, you can jump into the grass, but before you get into the grass, you have to walk over to it. So you're always out in the open. So I always felt like I was like, I would walk down like five feet, and then someone saw me, and I'm, like, how did he see me? And then like I like look huh. around, and he's like in the distance, and he's like, hey, there he is. Let's, let's go <laughs> shoot him. I'm like, so I had <laughs> I mean, to like, it's much was, more
1: realistic, but and yeah. then it, like
0: slow down the game because I get shot, I and I have to go into the menu and take out the bullet. And it, okay, well no, anyway, anyway, that's okay. a whole other conversation.
1: That's <laughs> And, and if I assign Metal Gear Solid 3 someday yeah. in the future, yeah. we'll talk yeah. about right. that. Because I, I personally. I, 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 perso- I, I think
2: 3 but. did better gameplay wise in mm-hmm. general, but that's me. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, right, that, I,
0: I uh, Sorry, I was going to say, I, I did have a question like, wh- what do we prefer, Metal Gear Solid 2 or 3? And. Oh, sorry, let me start over. I hit my mic. Um, did we prefer Metal Gear Solid 2 or Metal Gear Solid 3 for you guys? Um
1: well, I think I, I. Well, I mean, I think I'm the only one of us that likes Metal Gear Solid 3 more. Mm-hmm. Um, things I liked about Metal Gear Solid 3. Um the, I mean, like, the story is much more straightforward. I mean, there is Mm -hmm. definitely some like, like yeah, there's some, like, political, like, kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Um, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Like, totally Mm that's there. Um, but generally it's kind of, it's a lot more straightforward. The focus is more on, like, your relationship with your mentor and, like, kind Mm -hmm. of, there's a lot more character progression I feel like. It's a lot more easy to see. Um, so plot-wise, I think it's stronger in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, other things that aren't quite as good. I mean, like like I said, like the contained elements of Metal Gear Solid Two are nice. I like how it's a, it's a kind of small, but I like the areas and there's more places. I hide. Yeah, I remember the first time I played Metal Gear Solid Three coming Just out of Two. Out. I was like, "Where's a locker? I need a yeah. box. I need something. <laughs> Where do I go?" You know? But. Yeah,
0: and they start shooting at you. Like, how did you find me? You? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, um, yeah. So I think Metal Gear Solid Three is a much better story, but I like Metal Gear Solid Two more as an experience. Mm. Uh yes. I can
1: give you that, sure. Both
2: are Thanks. really good. Both are like in my top whatever games. Uh yeah. uh and both really good for almost different reasons even though the gameplay is at the end of the day not that dissimilar. Uh right. it's just little things are different. But yeah, I think I All think right. they like did a really good job with the story uh in mm. 3. I mean, it's it's just it's basically your standard-ish spy thriller. You know, right, uh, they,
0: complete with the James Bond yeah, theme music, but, you know, yeah, yeah,
2: but but it did it did a good job of it, and yeah, so but yeah. I like two I, more yeah. just because it's more of a like whoa, you know, yeah. it more of a whoa <laughs> moment, sure. you know, yeah, to to mirror that,
0: uh, definitely it has lasting impact for me. Metal Gear Solid 2, well, Metal Gear Solid 3, when I finished, I was like, wow, that was really good. Like, I mean, it has a very emotional ending, yeah. and I don't want to spoil yeah. it. If Great you're ending, podcast about it, fantastic ending. Everything made perfect sense, um, except for a few things. Pretty much, way. yeah. They always, the they always like and... to throw little curveballs. A little something. <laughs> um, and the the enemy designs are fantastic, the uh, the, the bad guys. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I just walk away more with Metal Gear Solid 2. Like, I I definitely, like, think about more of the themes that they're talking about in Metal Gear Solid 2 than 3. Well, 3 is mostly just about Cold War and, like, the nuclear arms race and... Probably the war economy, which became a meme, Um, yeah. Just Melior Solitude just stuck with me. Um, It was definitely, it was kind of like that Undertale moment of like, this is more than just a game. This is kind of like an art form, sort of event in my life. Um, And especially for like for us uh, when we're younger, uh, blossoming young adults, um, (laughs) to have this kind of art influence early on is good. It's like it opens up our minds a little more to what can be told and said and and different art mediums yeah. um but yeah hey, can I, I, yeah
1: sorry i was just gonna i think it sounds like a wrapping up and i just want to talk about something that i hated. um <laughs> no this is just like a again on yeah, the nitpick yeah, yeah. Sure, uh, sure, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. claymore mines are stupid it's really dumb it's <laughs> they, like okay so once on the in the game <laughs> no <Yeah. laughs> that's not true that's cool. not where um, are they elsewhere Okay, well, I mean, just, they would, okay, so audience, there are these invisible mines that um, you can pick up and you can use uh, to basically, like, and you can't see them, like, when you're running around, they're invisible, right? But you mm-hmm. trip them and they explode, and, like, it either alerts a guard or hurts you or both, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a minor thing, but I noticed just, like, randomly, they, like, would pop up. It's not just on that one bridge. connecting
2: bridge. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not just
1: there. Um, There was, like, a time where, like, I, like, ran to, like, go down the elevator to, like, defuse a bomb, and then I came back up, and I took the same path back, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. there were bombs there. there oh, bombs wait, that happened before. to me, too? Really? <laughs> yeah, and it just, like, yeah. blew up, and I was like, what the f-
3: why were
0: these on You guys, were on, right? you guys are on normal plate? mode, right?
1: It's yeah, on normal normal mode. Mode. yeah. are just like, who put these bombs here? And then I think there's... you
0: can see them if you have like heat vision goggles. Yeah,
1: that sure. Or work. if so, you have the mind detector <laughs> equipped, or if you have the mind right. detector. Which okay. And right. again, these are like uh, things use. you would never think yeah. to use, right? right? Like they're just like yeah, one-time use ahead. items. Right. Yeah. And then there was like one other time too, where I was like, I was, uh, I'll, I think I took the note because I was annoyed at the time, but I was like in a rush. I think I had died a few times for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, and then I was just kind of like running somewhere. And I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm not going to alert anybody. And then there was a bomb for no reason somewhere, and, like, it alerted the guards. And all of a sudden, oh, they were no. shooting at me. And I was like, okay, this is stupid. This is a stupid mechanic. Why are these bombs here? I don't I don't understand it. But it did make the Fat Man fight easier. Oh, yeah, it was that. super easy. Oh, and yeah. also it made the um the Vamp fight super easy. I don't know oh. if you guys ever. Yeah,
0: yeah, you just set up the bombs and, like, kind of hide in a corner. and just... Yeah. Get to work.
1: Here's the, th- here's the thing about the vamp fight, too. To this day, I still don't know if I was doing it right. right I just uh, kind of, yeah, I just like, I kind of just shot stuff until it worked, more or less. Yeah. And I never really felt like I had it, like, on lock, per well, se. Max, but, yeah.
0: Max, I know you beat the game on extreme mode. Yeah, so right. Like, so, what can you say about the vamp fight? So,
2: in extreme mode, all the boss fights are ridiculously difficult. Uh, the vamp <laughs> fight is the worst one. But then part of I me is you just like. I never really changed my strategies. I just played until I like stopped making mistakes, which took me like right. 50 tries over the course of like a year. because uh, I would just I would just play it for like 5 tries, get frustrated, mm-hmm. stop for a month. Uh, eventually I, remember I when did you were doing beat it. I remember you being but there. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> uh but then because <laughs> because the game uses uh, you know, uses everything it has to its credit. Uh, there are probably mm-hmm. a lot of ways to do that fight that I wasn't trying. I know like shooting the lights out helps cause he can like oh. pin your, oh, cool. he has a knife that can pin your shadow down and then you can't move. But if you shoot out the oh, lights, that that if you can shoot out I the just, lights, he can't do that. Uh, that is mind breaking.
0: He's also, right he's now. super That's fast amazing.
2: too, uh, especially uh-huh. on the harder modes. So like, I, I just had my grenade launcher out and I was just like, uh-huh. like trying to hit him <laughs> as he's jumping through yeah. the air. And sure. just having a hard time. If he with jumps
0: it. into the water, you can shoot like grenades at You can in shoot there, grenades at
2: the water, and then d- it will it uh, uh, yeah. kind of deplete the oxygen. Yeah. It also oxy. does that too. So there are a lot yeah. of options. So I think part of it was just me, like, with a super narrow, like, view of, like, I have mm-hmm. to beat it like this when really I yeah. I'd never used a single claymore of mine. So maybe that would have made mm-hmm. it a lot easier. <laughs> it, yeah. it,
1: it helped. I mean, he'd kind of like, he'd freeze you and then he'd kind of like walk towards you and then he'd oh. just like get blown up on his face. It's like, okay, good. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, there were some
0: disadvantages. Like, I mean, if you put the claymores down, you can't run, really. It's yeah. like yeah. You know, I'll blow myself up. So yeah, it, it but it pros and Cons for
1: that, yeah, it works. Um, but I, yeah, I just I was super annoyed about this claim. my mind's a couple pines. Also, the. Um, there's a segment after you fight the jet where you have to get from shell one to shell two, and there's, like, a connecting mm-hmm. bridge, and it's, like, it's like the one part of the game where you have to do platforming for some reason. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: oh, you had to drop down onto the pipe or whatever. Yeah, you, you had to, like drop sun down onto the pipe, or
1: you could, like, cartwheel over to another mm-hmm. part, and, I don't know, there was, like, some hang drop moments here and there, and I just, I don't know, I died, like, five times, and I was like, this is <laughs> unnecessary. I don't... <laughs> I don't know if I was just really bad at that segment, but I was just like I felt really stupid. Really bad that. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, did, I did die once or
2: twice there, but I tried to make the more difficult jump, but I will note that on this playthrough, and on I've never done this before, uh, you have like a little grip meter, uh, and mm-hmm. if you're just hanging on something and push the back two triggers, you'll do a pull-up. You do if you do 100 pull-ups, you can level up your grip meter, and I actually did that this time. Oh, God. I've always <laughs> thought
1: about it, but every time I did it, I was like, this is too much work. But then I only <laughs> yeah. got to
2: level two, not level three, so... Uh, yeah, this do you is, have to do, do, have to is do is another like hundred. I believe you have, do you have to do to another hundred. Yeah. How
0: um, long would you say it took you to get to that?
2: 100 I mean, <laughs> one pull up takes about I don't know four to five seconds. Two seconds, four to five. Seconds. But then yeah, you can only so do, do you know you can only do six or so before you have to pull yourself up again. So mm-hmm. and yeah, it's super repetitive guy, it and boring. Again. That's a commitment. If you do a hang drop catch, that I believe counts as ten pull ups though. So, but there's oh, not there's not a lot of places where you can actually do that, and especially not a lot of places where you can do that safely.
1: Uh, right. So, um, I remember that being a uh, thing I couldn't do very well when I was a kid. That I just every time I tried it this time I got it. The hang drop oh, catch huh. it was. Uh, yeah. Did you did you um, mash the catch
2: button or did you just time it right and press I timed it once? It. Oh, I just, okay,
1: I just did it. So maybe yeah, it's just been um, Better at
2: timing it. I don't
1: know. I remember uh, getting a little conversational, but I do remember when me, and, yeah, well, me <laughs> and Max um, stayed up really late a couple times, or at least oh, once, man. playing the VR missions in The Substance. Mm-hmm. And that honestly is probably one of my favorite memories of the game. Just us. Just, the, the VR missions were pretty fun. They were yeah. like objective-based. You know, like sneak mm-hmm. past these guys, do this thing. Uh, snap photos of these things. And then like there's some really wacky ones where it's like giant Godzilla-sized soldiers that you had to like sneak past. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, I remember discovering that instead of sneaking, if I just, like, ran full sprint, I could, like, get past that far. And, like, me and Max were, like, trying for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. little the, things like that. The, it was fun The to VR
2: missions are really, like, they were, like, well, we had a lot of gameplay ideas that we didn't try. Let's just, like, put them mm-hmm. in this extra mode where there are no story consequences. Mm-hmm. And it's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, like, each um, area really is kind of like a mini-puzzle. Um, you mm-hmm. know, you have, like, obstacles, and, like, okay, I have to get to this door. How do I do that without being seen? And uh, I think the VR missions were just, like, really like isolating that in as many different ways as they could. And mm-hmm. I was, like, into that. It yeah. was fun. So.
0: And who could forget uh, skateboarding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could, easily. Salt snake skateboarding <laughs> yeah. on, but... The oil it was a, the, it uh, was, I
2: believe, just a reskin of some Konami skateboarding game, which whose name I don't remember because it's not Tony Hawk. No.
1: Uh, yeah, right. but
2: yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I mean, it's basically <laughs> Tony Hawk.
1: <laughs> And they had like the the pop punk remix of the Metal Gear Solid yeah. theme, which was actually yeah, kind of sick. Really I was yeah. Into yeah.
0: That. I'm <laughs> probably gonna listen to that. Afterwards. Yeah, just put it, in, put it in the
2: podcast can, that, can that
0: be right here. the intro song? Yes. Okay, that'll. We'll intro see. song or yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll have we'll some ideas for we'll you yeah. people. And there's a lot
2: we'll of quotable see. moments for the intro that I feel like could mm-hmm. use some gravitas.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it might even include all of us voice acting. So
1: well, don't make the promise before we record it, just in case. Okay,
0: well, we'll see.
1: <laughs> okay. If it happened, I, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, we have talked a long time about Metal Gear Solid Two, and we still have a oh game boy. to talk about. So let's oh wrap it up. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, just, my bad. Just quick little thoughts, uh, Max. You want to start? Sure.
2: I mean, I just think Metal Gear Solid Two is a game that really sticks with you, and like in addition to that, I mean, you know, a game could be bad and stick with you, but uh, it really has a good gameplay and a very memorable pretty well thought out at least you know really well attempted plot uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i feel and you don't see that a lot in games you don't see a triple a game that's as like subversive and weird and yet also blockbuster popular as metal mm-hmm. gear solid 2 like it was selling like hotcakes back in mm-hmm. 2001 and like yeah. i think that's great and amazing and like I do not think that would happen today uh you know
1: took a lot of risks 100 risks yeah um yeah i'd say my impressions were uh playing it again uh, there you know there was things i didn't really appreciate as much i think certain things have aged certainly um but overall i really appreciated the plot i thought overall they were doing some really cool things with it and yeah i mean it's a, it's a classic game i love this game and i'm glad we got a chance to play it again to be honest so yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much the same on my end. Um, it's so, like, a part... I think it's a great game for our for our show because it's such a part of, like, who where we come from as, like, <laughs> gamers. Um, and our generation, like, every, I feel like any gamer now knows what Metal Gear Solid 2 is. Uh, it's just, like, genre-defining. I think, like, so many games tried to replicate it uh, to a certain degree. I remember, like... In the days with like Splinter Cell, remember yeah, that yeah. game? Mm, and there's yeah. like that big war between Splinter Cell Splinter and Cell Gear. Like, Gear. which Cell. one's the better stealth game? It's like, like 17 years later, it's very clear which one <laughs> will be around for another 50 years or so. But
1: question: know? Do you think that I never actually played a Splinter Cell game? Do you I, think yeah. that Splinter Cell may have had better stealth mechanics that Metal Gear Solid just had? Was more memorable for other reasons? You know, like Because yeah, I don't think question. I don't think
2: Splinter Cell was like weird at all. Was it? Right, it uh, was, I think
0: it was a Tom I mean, Clancy game. Yeah. So I mean, it, up,
2: one man. of m- yeah. one of my notes for Metal Gear Solid Two is Tom Clancy's soap opera. So <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> does have there that soap
0: opera quality to it. But yeah. yeah, I just I I love this game. I every time I think back to it, it's just fond memories and just um, just how disappointed I am with the series went as a whole <laughs> afterwards. Uh, so, I think um, Max, I think Max said like this was supposed to be the last Metal Gear, and like yes, it should have been in some mm-hmm. ways. Um, what are you
1: going to say, Tim? Uh, I was just going to say, this is a whole another conversation to have, (laughs) but like, I don't really remember, well, this is the thing, I don't really remember what Metal Gear Solid 4 did wrong exactly, Mm -hmm. but the fact of the matter is I just like don't really remember a lot about it, and maybe that's the problem, so. Maybe
0: we'll have a bonus
1: episode, and we'll just talk (laughs) about Metal Gear Solid 4 and
0: why it's bad, (laughs) um.
1: And there's maybe some we'll parts talk about really about, it, about it, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah, there's some awesome parts in it. But oh, anyway, if you haven't played <laughs> like Mail Solid 2, please play. <laughs> if you haven't played Mail Solid 2, please go out play it any way you can. It is a classic. It's game. It's widely
1: available. Uh, it's hard. It you know. is
0: widely available. And now we're gonna give our scores to the game. Um, okay. Max, again, do you want to start us off?
1: Uh, sure. So I mean,
2: you know, the game obviously has its flaws, uh, mm-hmm. but the fact that it tries so hard and accomplishes a decent amount of what it's trying Uh, I mean it's it's my fifth favorite game of all time so it's like I can't really give it less than a I'm gonna say 97 okay because it's not it's not perfect Uh, it could have it could have wrapped itself up a little bit nicer but overall I love this game I love I love its weirdness I love
1: its try hardness Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Tim uh me? Mm. Uh I also love this game. It's definitely in my top list, but I think like my perceived flaws it may have hampered my enjoyment a little bit more. Uh mm-hmm. I mean it's still excellent. I'm gonna give it a ninety one, you know, so it's still an A, but i maybe A minus. <laughs> uh
0: I would also it's also like my top ten games of all time. Um I'm gonna give it a ninety five um okay, there is nice no sport. perfect game i don't think i've ever given it a hundred a game 100
1: that, okay. that i think uh, 100 might be like an impossible ideal to measure I against so. maybe exactly so. i think um, well for me 100 is a
2: perfect game for me
1: so <laughs> mm-hmm. okay uh, so okay. That, here's the problem is we all have different yeah, scales i think a exactly. bit, so. that's, that's you know that's metal like, year solid you
2: know. 2 is a great game but it's not like if i could craft the perfect <laughs> game it would not be metal year solid 2 but exactly I think it does good
0: um and things age so like obviously that score would go down if my taste had changed but um uh, mm. that's another conversation too uh metacritic has given it a 96 based on 42 critics so and is that
1: the original or the re-release uh
0: this is the original yeah that's yeah contemporary at the time
1: was, you know reviews yeah look was, at the uh re-release because maybe there was more reviews for that since it was a more you know, recent things. Though
2: the re release was, oh, Substance specifically, Tim, or HD?
1: <laughs> I was talking about the HD one. Oh. Oh,
2: but HD. then that was the collection of. So it's nah, like. Okay, you're not yeah, ranking okay, that's just fine, that's Metal Gear okay. Solid 2. Substance is 87. Huh.
1: Okay. So two. That's
0: Maybe it had some expecting. weird, I don't know, technical issues or something.
1: How many reviews were counted for both of those, do you know? Oh,
0: that one was 17. So a bit Substance. less. So less. and then HD collection 90 uh, for
1: okay. Xbox 360. Sure. It should really really play. really play Peace Walker I think people love this Peace game. Peace Walker
2: is Metal Gear Solid
1: 3 2. So in yeah, that right, sense I think right, you'd like right. it.
2: Uh it does mm-hmm. it I started is, playing it it's it's a bit but... limited in that it was originally on PSP uh, but but it's right. a good game. It the story, it, it does the story pretty well. It's not Metal Gear Solid 3 like good but it's pretty good. It's probably my. I still haven't played Metal Gear Solid
1: Five, to be oh, honest. Oh well, yeah, so. uh, wow.
2: Peace Walker is my third favorite Metal Gear Solid
1: after Two and Three.
0: Okay. Nice. Fair. That sounds about right. Okay. So wow. We should really let's, wrap uh, this up. Let's, let's talk about let's, Witch and the
1: Hundred Knight for two minutes. Right.
0: That, so that was our roulette from uh, last month. It's called The Witch and the Hundred Knight Two. Um, and yes,
1: that is the title. That's not a grammatical error. That it's means there the is Witch a first and one. The Hundred um, Knight.
0: Too. It was developed by Nippon Ichi Software. Really? Um, yeah. Released in okay. America, March 27, 2018. And it's an action role-playing game with a top-down isometric view. Um, players fight their way through a variety of levels as Hundred Knight, a magical creature that can be equipped with five types of weapons. Um I have no idea what the story was, where it was going, but it has something to do with a witch virus going around and infecting very lolicon-like characters. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I only played about maybe an hour. I think most um, of us did. I think
2: we all like beat the first boss. Um, yeah. yeah got it kind was of like that yeah. bat
1: wolf feel for it. For yeah.
2: Forever.
0: I, yeah. I, I mean, I'll get to my point later. But Max, do you wanna? Sure.
2: So start my very first, ideas? my very first note, which is me just like watching a cutscene oh kind of thing, uh-huh. is. Like the only anime type games I play are like the triple A stuff, like your Personas, your Valkyria Chronicles. And like Mm -hmm. this is just embarrassing compared to those. The production Mm. values are so low. Even the font feels like they dug it out of a dumpster. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah it, it's just like uh, it's like t- are people that hungry for anime that they are yeah. playing this kind of stuff <laughs> are people that desperate uh, for anime apparently just, in Japan like really I mean you can see that where they're you know trying to do something but they don't quite have the budget for it in a lot of the mm-hmm. like uh, effects and stuff like that the graphics yeah. pretty much look like a PS3 game um, I've um, noticed that too yeah
1: yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's um, just me. Was, that's
2: just me talking about the presentation. So, if you guys want to, you know, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, no, on that presentation, I mean, like, so I was like trying to give it credit where it was due. I, the art is very painfully anime, um, but like the art style, like it looks clean, like the the. Yeah. Like, the colors are good, the style is solid. Like, I don't like the style, but I'm like, yeah, I guess if you're drawing in this style, these characters look pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But And, like, I was kind of, like, looking at it, like, the backgrounds were nice and all that, and so this is, like, this opening cutscene, and then, like, it cuts over to, like, the actual game, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) this is worse. Um, (laughs) uh, And my first real note is, why is this nine-year-old (laughs) half-naked? Because... (laughs) Because... Because there's, like, a nine-year-old who's, like, possessed by a witch or something. I'm sure we would have yeah. known more if we had kept playing. But, like, then just, like, put her in, like, a bra or something. Not and like,
2: even. Yeah, so here's my note. Mm. Okay, this is the worst character design I've ever seen. What is she wearing? Stop sexualizing, <laughs> prepubescent girls. Please, this is why <laughs> I hate anime. please. Uh, please so at please, that please. point, I was Stop. like, I'm done with this game. I'm not going to play it anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. this is not for me, and it should not be mm. for anyone. Yeah. yeah come on japan yeah um, <laughs> i will say like
0: the smallest thing that like bothered me was like it's a very like dialogue driven story game um and there's no like uh, automatic like go through the pages button you have to press x to turn the page for every like
1: dialogue box or yeah. hit the options button to skip the scene entirely, which I did a few times. You do that but <laughs> it's just kind of
0: like, if you want to tell me the story, at least like give me the option to go like hand-free and like do other things with my life other than mm. play this game. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it seems like we all really did not like it. Um, can we talk
1: about the gameplay for like a sure. minute? Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, there were things I... L- that was okay about yeah, the yeah, gameplay. Yeah. Like, you, you could shoot. like I said, you could choose five types of weapons, and then you can kind of create your own combo tree, which was yeah. interesting. There remember?
1: were, no, yeah, I mean, like, I was just like, there were things that like, this seems promising. Like, I, the, the amount of customization over the weapons you had and the skills you had, I was like, okay, I could see this maybe being interesting. But really, right. at the end of the day, it just boiled down to a mash square fest, yeah. right? Like that was, Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I said, I, mean, but, I have my note here, the gameplay is okay, your attacks don't really have much, like, Weight to them, uh Mm -hmm. so it doesn't like feel great. But the pacing is pretty breezy. That like I didn't Mm -hmm. super mind. It's kind of just like a you know, it grinded out, but not in a you know, it wasn't super boring.
1: (laughs) It was all right. Yeah, yeah. The tutorial was the tutorial was bad in that it was just like very hand holding. It like kept pulling you out of the action, like hey, do this, and then put you back so you can do the thing. Yeah, Yeah. it's like it's a bad tutorial, and that's all we played really. So we get it.
0: You just press square. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. L- well, what else is there to talk about in this game? I don't know. I I no. don't know. Let's just wrap we're, it up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wrap, we're it. running really let's long here. Let's list. just go. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Max, do you want to give it a score?
2: Uh, sure. So like
0: hundred point scale. You know,
2: while I didn't hate the gameplay, I hated the uh, s- like n- not necessarily the story, but the character designs enough that I'm just mm-hmm. gonna give it like a twenty, man. Wow. I'm going to like, so I collect games. I don't sell games but I am going to get rid of this game as soon as I can <laughs> I yeah. don't want um, this on my shelf I got fun to fun going to be that's going to take up a nice lot of nice space uh,
0: beautiful I'm also probably going to sell it next week and probably get God of War so.
2: yeah let's get in let's, uh, <laughs> let's, it all, just get let's
1: all just get God that of let's all just get that sounds pretty good um, thankfully I rented <laughs> it which I didn't think yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what's good my score what's, what's my your score you know I think that I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say there might be a decent fun game behind mm-hmm. all the presentation stuff, but I mean, like, what is a Somewhere. game if not for its presentation? I'm gonna give it like okay. a sixty.
0: Yeah, I was gonna give it like a fifty-five. Sure. And looking up on metascore or Metacritic, uh, the score is sixty-one.
1: Huh. Oh, so not okay. great. Yeah, yeah. So we not have, great. No, it's bad. Great. It's a bad so game. We're not, we're not
0: crazy. <laughs> We're not crazy. And even the user score, there's only 12 ratings, but huh. the user score is 6.3. Huh. So. Usually kind of those don't like agree,
1: but here we are. Usually it's either much higher or much lower, because I feel like it's either the diehards or the um, haters yeah. that will go and right. score but like, things. But I feel but like, right, a bunch who's
2: of playing this game except for people who are thirsty for that anime? And even they don't yeah. like it, so it's like, who's even it? I mean, if lie. they really like The Witch and the Hundred Night
0: 1, yeah, then it is a they'd sequel. really enjoy this. Yeah, it is a sequel.
2: But maybe sequels the aren't always you know, better.
0: Does it have anything to do with Disgaea? I thought I saw It's it. the same company, does it?
1: Nipponichi. Same, same, oh, okay. same art style, maybe. So,
0: yeah, if they're just hungry for the yeah. anime and there's no dis- Disgaea. Well, be, except
2: Disgaea is, I believe, it? a strategy uh, RPG. Yeah,
1: right. isn't Disgaea Atlas? No, am I wrong on that?
2: No, it's Nipponichi. It's, it's not okay. Atlas. Atlas usually uh, <laughs> makes good games. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it no yeah, Isn't Disgaea it. good
1: though? Uh, it
2: depends on what you want. Kazu's, mm-hmm. If you Seems want a like, Kazu like Kazu an infinite him. and challenging strategy game, that's Disgaea. Mm-hmm. If you do, yeah. if you love seeing numbers go up to like seven trillion, that's Disgaea. You know, so it's it's a, um, it's, a, it's a, for a certain game. kind of person. Disgaea is great, but I don't think it's for not me. Not
1: for yeah. Fair. So okay, that's, God. that's the
0: Witch in the Hundred Knight too. Uh, we did not like it. Um, <laughs> highly not recommend. I guess. Three Uh, thumbs uh, down. Three Three thumbs 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 down. down. Seven thumbs down. Okay. uh, (laughs) And now we're going to move on to Max revealing Um, his next game.
2: Okay. Give it to me. uh, If we recall, and by we, I think I mostly mean Tim. uh, Early on in the podcast, Tim was like, I think I know what your first choice of game is going to be. And then I was like, Uh maybe you do. Uh... And so I was like, write it down. So, in whatever. Did I write it down? uh, (laughs) You can tell me what you think my next game is going to be. So, please, Tim, tell us what we
1: think my next game is going to be. Do, do you remember for sure me writing it down? Because no, I, don't I told know you to write, write it down, it down. you're like,
2: I'm not going to write it down I'm going to remember yeah. it uh, <laughs> I should, Well, I really
1: should have, shouldn't I? Um, hang on no, What I a reveal that would have been I went too far back and um, I'm looking at my notes That was talking about far. our different podcast name ideas nice, So it's nice, a little nice. too far um, Hang on Some some mm-hmm. good, bad. We're going to maybe cut some of this blank time out yeah. We'll leave uh, that to uh, Adam let me, Give me a second to think what I would have guessed <laughs> that doesn't help. We'll splice in the real Jeopardy!
2: noise here. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Or just like uh I guess we can't splice in footage of uh solid snake skateboarding.
1: Footage. <laughs> okay. You know what? I I cannot remember. Okay. And if it is if, if you do announce it and it's something I'm like,
2: oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So you're not gonna believe yeah, me, we, No, yeah. absolutely not. So, okay. <laughs> Story time. Uh back oh. in early. 2016, um, Tim was like, Max, you got to play Undertale. And I was like, OK, but tit for tat, you're going to play a game that I think you would really like. Um, and so I, oh. I told Tim, you got to play this game. It's free. Like, come on. It's like it's pretty <laughs> short. And he was like, yeah, OK, I played Undertale. I enjoyed it. He never touched the game. Uh, oh. So Whoops. now, oh. the whole reason I pretty much started this podcast is to make you guys play this game. It was just <laughs> Deadly oh, Pronition and Celeste got in the way. So the game uh-huh. for next month is, and this is the full title of the game: oh. Tales of Games presents Chef Boyardee's Barkley Shut Up and Jam Guidon, Chapter One of the Hoops <laughs> Barkley Saga.
0: Are you kidding me right now? That is really the game that we're going to be that playing. That is the game.
2: So this is a okay. no. this is a it was originally a game made in RPG Maker, but eventually ported over to I believe Game Maker. Uh, it's a it's a fan wait, sequ- wait, wait. it's a fan sequel to the Super Nintendo game Barkley Shut Up and Jam, and also kind okay. of Space Jam the movie.
0: Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. What's the title? <laughs> I'm trying to type it in here.
2: Uh, here, I'll send you the Wikipedia link. Uh, you can call okay. it Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. Uh, if you want, okay. Perfect.
1: I think I've seen screenshots from this game, and I did mean to play it before, but I never did. So I can't wait.
2: So it's number two. What's number, number two? number one? This is, no, just number one.
1: Y- here you go. Uh, it's <sighs> a fan-made sequel to a game that was actually made by a company. Yeah, it's a fan.
2: <laughs> well, and it's it's a it's a JRPG oh, no. sequel to a game that's a basketball, you know, simulation. Oh boy! It, it I'm starts very excited off about in twenty forty. <laughs> okay, let's that's not. Yeah. Say. Okay. We'll see. It, it's a so, it's a thing. It's it's free. Okay. This they is where eventually our, oh, released a, a Mac patch or where you can you know, so we can all play it on our computer. It's you can download it for free.
1: Okay. This is where our podcast really goes off the rails. We've been talking mm-hmm. about like these timeless classics and new classics and
2: <laughs> We've reached well, the
1: Metal Gear Solid 2 moment of our podcast where nothing <laughs> makes sense anymore. What is really For real? me, for games, me yeah. this
2: game just like you know, I had heard good things about it, but didn't expect much mm-hmm. from it, but it like it impressed me, so we'll we'll see how you guys feel about it next month. But yeah, all right. It's, can I can I, a, can I ask where it is
1: on your list of games?
2: Uh, yeah, it's um, I believe it's like around number twenty five of my favorite games.
3: What uh, the, wow. fuck? the only wow. the, uh, the only RPG, I <laughs> believe the
2: only RPG that is above it is Chrono Trigger on my list. So. okay. okay.
1: All right, looking
2: forward right. to it. I was not That's expecting it. That was not it whatever likes. game I thought you were going to pick. Okay, so uh, there nice.
1: you go. <laughs>
0: Max told me at the beginning of the podcast when you went to the bathroom, Tim, that it was like 19 words long or something. And I was like, it's either like a really weird Japanese game or Fallout Boy created a game. And yeah, I thought boy. you would appreciate that.
1: Our lawyers told us to make a video game, but it's blank, blank, be blank. That's a Fallout <laughs> Boy joke. Anyway, continue.
0: Okay, well, we're going to wrap it up with the, the roulette game. So we Please. have actually the a wheel. pretty
2: low number of games this month, relatively, 46 games. Uh, okay. So
0: So do you want to describe what the roulette is again? So, yes. So Uh, basically, we take
2: every game that has come out in the past month since we recorded the podcast uh, last time. Mm -hmm. Every game that has come out for a system that all of us own and can easily access. uh, And then we just spin the wheel and we have to play at least a chunk of whatever game comes out. Uh, So far, so far, we've mostly gotten... Mostly kind of under the radar games I'm hoping Mm -hmm. honestly for like a sports Game or some big game that could Be cool Mm -hmm. um but that's mostly not what's on the list because that's, you know, just too. a just a sliver of what comes out. So, yeah,
1: God of War is on here. Right. Uh, but there's. Yeah, I just wanted you to say, like, a few highlights of what we oh. might be able to play. Yeah.
2: What have we played in the past? What have
1: we played? Well, oh, no, 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 no. What's not, on the like, list? They, people can just look at our oh, sure, sure. I was just saying, like, All what's, sure. what's I mean, some highlights yeah, so there's, on, there's on the a, list? There's
2: game. an Adventure Time game. There's a uh, pro lacrosse oh, cool. game on here. Um, Ooh, there okay. are some releases of ah. old games uh, as well. Some old arcade games that got re-released that could be cool. Um, I mean, you know, I, 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 don't know. I there are names I could say that don't mean anything to me.
1: <laughs> no, that's fine. Just, just hit that wheel, man. All right, uh, the best. Okay, here's the
2: one good. one game that we're probably not gonna get, uh, but had a really weird name was, mm. Epic Dumpster Bear Colon Dumpster Fire Redux. So, uh, what's that? Into Who it. knows? Dumpster All right, fire. here goes the wheel. I'm spinning the wheel now. Oh boy! We'll oh, put, oh oh, put in the sand here, and we got I'm oh nervous. my god, City of Brass, which is a really what? cool like game about whipping skeletons in like an Arabian <coughs> Nights themed world. We'll see, <laughs> oh, we'll see more okay. of that later. But like this was actually one of the games I was really hoping for. So hopefully it sounds good. like
1: kind like Castlevania esque. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 3D though. So and... we'll see. We'll see more of
2: City of Brass next on my best friend's game. Oh boy! Sounds exciting.
0: Hopefully we'll be a lot healthier. Um, (gasps) All right, well, I think that just about does it for this episode of My Best Friend's Game. Uh, Let's go around the room and wrap it up. My name is Evan. You can find me on Twitter, at Evsters on Twitter.
2: All right, I'm Max. You can find me at Max Sims on Twitter, Semper Fi. (laughs)
1: Um, God. Uh, my name is Tim you can find me at, on Twitter at Tim Z which is Z-E-E and uh, you can also find our podcast at uh, MBFGcast on Twitter that's right. so we have that and also yes. our SoundCloud is SoundCloud.com slash MBFGcast uh, yes, we're we on the internet now so folks.
0: official there is a SoundCloud Yeah, we have and a so, Twitter account uh, we're going to be working on other things hopefully get on iTunes soon uh, but keep an eye out for that um So yeah, thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Is there any cold medicine on this base? What's wrong, snake? You caught a cold?